What up, everybody? Welcome back to the Stellar Seller Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Mason Boyd. I'm not drunk anymore. I am recovered. Thank God. God. I'm joined by Glenn Enos Jr. And now officially a co-host of the Stellar Seller Podcast. He was living in denial for the past few weeks. Matt Souza. Guys, you know, I had a revelation. Yeah. I'm coming out of, of wits. Coming out of the closet. No, no, uh, I was not. Not there's anything wrong with that. I was not, not there's anything wrong with that. Not in the closet. But, you know, with some consideration and some con- very convincing words, maybe a few fists and threats here and there, I have decided to hop on the wagon and join you guys for the full ride that will be the Stellar Seller Podcast. It's about fucking time. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> it was just a matter of time, you know. It was like, sorry, you fuck around without a condom long enough, you're gonna get fucking herpes. Uh, yeah, and yeah. Right I am. Now you are the herpes. I am podcast. the herpes. Or maybe you have herpes. Do you have herpes? I haven't got tested actually. See, guys, this is the plan. Now that we've drawn you in with with fantasy football, we're actually gonna. This is actually a podcast about STIs. STIs? Yeah. Sorry, STDs? So you might know them as those. Wait, what the fuck are STIs? Sexually transmitted infection. Oh. It's always the same thing. That's like so 1950s. Oh my god, dude. We're talking about diseases! Uh, Actually, we're talking about fantasy football. And you know why? Why? Because it's week one, motherfucker. Ah. I am... I can't wait. I'm ready and raring to go. Alright, so... Uh, as Glenn said... You ready to go right now? No. Well, I mean, dude, I'm ready to run through a fucking wall, but, like... Well, because about three nights ago, you weren't. Ooh. You uh, can actually, act- if you had caught me at the right time in that night, I probably would have ran through a wall. That's true. Pretty true. But then, by the time we got back and you guys wanted to record a podcast, I think I almost died. Yeah. So... It was so bad we had to have Jake on. I actually was brought back to life. Like, the next day. I can't believe I can't believe I'm alive. There, like, there is pictorial evidence out there in the Instagram world. If you follow us, uh, the Stellar Seller Podcast um, at Stellar Seller Podcast. It is at Stellar Seller Pod. All right, on Instagram. Now you know our first wait, picture. Wait, wait. Let Actually. me make sure. Just make sure. It's bad. I don't even know. My- yeah, I it's Stellar it. Seller Pod. Also, you, have you been plugging the Twitter and shit too? Well, see, the thing is. Oh, that's right. You got, you got locked out. Funny story about that. You know, I go to make a Stella Stella Twitter, and, uh, you know, I do my thing, type in the name, do a little profile, get a profile picture on there, and then ask me for my birthday. I say, you know what? I'm not going to put my birthday. You know, it's not me. I'm going to put the birthday of the Stella Stella pod. So I think our first episode was like, what, August 28th? Yeah. Somewhere around there. So I put fucking August 28th. 2018. Little did my dumbass know, you need to be 13 years old to have a Twitter. Strike one. Yeah, you gotta watch out for all those one-year-olds. So as soon as I clicked 13, save huh? profile, it locked me out of the account. <laughs> and they said, we need photo evidence. We need to know that you're not, you know, uh, a five-year-old wanting to see nudes on Twitter. Right. <laughs> they needed to know yeah. that you're of age. So, you know what? I sent him a picture of my license. You know, crossed out the address. I don't want people egging my house. For some reason, I thought you were going to say. So, you know, I sent him a picture of my dick. No. 
No, I don't, no, I don't do that. Come on. No. No. <laughs> Just DM the DM the the CEO of Twitter right now and say, you up? You up? And then send him a picture of your dick. I'll say, is this? No, go. Oh. I'll say, does this look 13? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes... <laughs> no, that's not 13 No, just, this kid's definitely a five-year-old. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so basically, we don't have a Twitter account yet because we're fucking locked out. But, um, I promise you this is about fantasy football. Yeah, it is. But, yeah, so our handle right now, if you want to reach us, <laughs> is Stella Seller Pod on Instagram. Yep. And you can follow us on SoundCloud as well, Stella Seller Podcast. That's where you'll get all the fucking uh, podcasts. For free, actually. For, For free. free. You know, because this is America. Eventually, America. we'll be moving on iTunes. Maybe it'll be done by the time this podcast goes up. But, uh... Probably not. It's very difficult. There's a lot of... It's more probable that it's not. Yeah. Yes. More probable than not. Yeah. You know. To use an NFL term. Yeah. Uh, you want the startup to be grindy and gritty, you know? You don't want to look back and say, wow, we... You know, you don't want to be professional from the start. You want to look back and say... Look where we came from, exactly. you know? We came from the basement. I don't know. Well, it's it's pretty bad we came already. from the stellar cellar. Yeah. You're right. Maybe, uh, maybe in 10 years it'll be the stellar attic. You know, just keep going up. Wow. I'm afraid of heights. Uh, okay. <laughs> so. All right. So, let's get into it, boys. <laughs> We're going to talk a little bit about week one action. And the thing is, week one, there's a lot of action. Oh, there is a lot of action, There were 16 games. Oh. Two on Monday. That's how big it is. Can't see, yeah, that's can't see, but I'm man. doing the doing the fucking Johnny Manziel money fingers right now, baby. I thought you were trying to rub nipples. Doing that too. All right. That's why we don't film this. Yeah. We should though, right? So that would be way more. Post work. it on the Instagram so the listeners can see, you know, what we look like. That would be so much work. A lot more operating costs that we don't need right now. Yeah. I agree. We'll get our own cameraman. Yeah. Uh, maybe do a live show. Or something. Maybe we'll live Ooh. stream on Twitch. Yeah. That's where all the. Hot kids, the hot and upcoming stars doing it. I just said hot kids by accident. Uh, hot kids. Hot kids. We could do a live show at like the high school or something. What high school? <laughs> you think you think the fucking the, the West High, high would let us back? Be like, we don't fucking want you here. Well, now they know where we live. My dad is calling me because I'm doing a fantasy draft for him tonight because he can't do it himself. Yeah. He trusts my judgment to do it, and I can't do it. I told him I can't talk him recording a podcast. He's actually a listener to podcasts. You know, he enjoys it. You are doing it, though, right? The draft? Oh, yeah. It doesn't start till 10. Oh. Yeah. All right, so we got time. Oh, yeah, we got plenty of time. Like Mr. Incredible, I got time. What? Sound like Mr. Incredible, I got time. When you say that? Fucking first Incredibles movie. What part? The very beginning. Remember, he's trying to meet, he's trying to meet Helen for the, for the wedding. And he keeps looking at his watch, he's like, ah, I got time. And he keeps saving people and shit. Yeah, that's a good movie. I can't believe I had to explain that. Well, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't know word for word. <sighs> All right, whatever. Word. All right, so we're gonna jump into some week one uh, previews um, on this podcast. Then we're gonna we're gonna play the name game. Who you'd rather start uh, this week? Um, and then we'll have some sizzling hot takes, as always, sponsored by Der Burgers at the end. That's right. And uh, yeah. So we got a packed show for you guys today. It's going to be one hell of an episode. Oh, great. It's going to be fucking fantastic. Week, week one is here. Week one is here, so let's get it started. Let's get it. Don't say that ever again. Okay. We're going to go Thursday night. It is the defending Super Bowl champion. Champion. <laughs> Why are we robbing crap now? The Philadelphia Eagles. I want to talk about it. Yeah, I mean. It's, uh, it's proof that. Even a blind squirrel will find a nut. Even a blind squirrel 
I shouldn't say that. We'll beat Tom Brady. The Eagles were good. Nick Foles was the blind squirrel. Nick Foles played better than Tom Brady. Nick Foles sold his soul. Let's not get back into this because we all know Tom Brady played better than Nick Foles. No, Tom Brady's a better quarterback than Nick Foles. But in that Super Bowl last year, Nick Foles played better than Tom Brady. That's not true. Did we already talk about this on the podcast or did we argue off the podcast? No, we didn't didn't do this on the podcast. Well, it's not true. It is true. You know what? Let's let's, uh, save this for another time. Another time? Yeah. We, uh, we've rambled on a lot already. We've already rambled about 10 minutes. So. It's actually been 8 minutes and 35 seconds. Really? All right, that's still a long fucking time. I'm impressed. 8 minutes and 35 seconds is a long time. Yeah, for people who are listening to the shit it is. And for sex. <laughs> All right, you're a, uh, you're a guest again. <laughs> Eagle, Eagles and Falcons. I believe it's in Philly? Of course. Yeah, of course it is, dude. Yeah, why not? Super Bowl uh, champion always plays a home game. Um, I think we... Carson Wentz is confirmed not to be playing that game. I think we see what Nick Foles really is, and he will shit his pants. As he has been doing the entire preseason. The pants that are too big for him. And uh, Matt Ryan will, you know, win with maybe 17 points. 17 points? Well, you mean 17 fantasy points or 17 points? The Falcons will score 17. That's it? Well, Matt Ryan will lead his team to score 17 points. All right, here's what's going to happen. As much as I don't want it to happen, the Eagles are going to win Thursday night against really? the Falcons. Yeah, yeah, I got the Eagles, You're going to believe in Big Dick Nick. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't. Well, the guy fucking won the Super Bowl. Nah, I'm, he, played, I'm, he played great in the postseason last year. See, this is what I'm thinking. Nick, big dick. Nick Foles sold his soul to the devil. I would have done it too. For a Super Bowl championship. And now, the devil's like, all right, Nikki. Now you're, now you're, now you're a little dick Nick. Come on. Because, <laughs> sorry, you're just not that good. And Nick Foles is going to be like, bet. Nick Foles is going to walk out there. That was my, that was my expert fantasy analysis right there. Nick Foles is going to say bet. Are you done? <laughs> Nick Foles on Thursday night is going to run out there, run out of that tunnel. Philly's going to be fucking hopping. They're going to be like, ah, Super Bowl champs. Let's go eat some horse shit. Let's eat some horse shit <laughs> after the game. Yeah. <laughs> but Nick Foles is going to run through that tunnel. Uh, probably gonna a trip. Take, he's going to take two hands around his big dick. Oh, my God. And then he is going to slap the Falcons with it, left and right, for four quarters. And then... Yeah, but fantasy wise, Nick Foles. If you have if you have Nick Foles, are you starting him against the Falcons? No. no. Like it stays consistent with what I'm saying. Nick Number Foles one. is gonna shit the bed. I'm Ooh, sorry. Fuck. Start Nick Foles. People who had Carson Wentz. Yeah. Oh, true. Who drafted Carson Wentz and then realized that he's not playing. The thing is with Carson Wentz, he might not play till October. I so saw I'm that here. today. It's true. Uh, so they want to make sure Carson Wentz is 100 percent healthy. I don't blame him because. He is their future. Mm-hmm. He is their franchise quarterback. But now, if you're Nick Foles, now's the time you shine. And that <laughs> it's just a, might be what he's going to do. I believe his. I believe he's been quoted. Now, again, we're not expert. Wow, this is like taking information from Wikipedia, which can be pretty you know, useful. Wikipedia going to do college. That's right. Um, Same. I believe he's been quoted to be happy and content with being a backup. I think Nick Foles like, wow, I got super lucky. I can't believe I won a Super Bowl. Now I'm going to be safe back into my comfortable backup role. And But now, all of a sudden, he's got to start. And he's just like, shit. No. And he's going to shit him's pants. 
and they're not going to get it done. He's got nothing to prove. He's a Super Bowl champ. I'm not saying he has to prove anything. I'm saying yeah. he's not going to play well. I'm going to say that he's going to do just fine. Because what's a week one game against the Atlanta Falcons compared to a Super Bowl run? Defeating the same Falcons. Defeating the Minnesota Vikings. Not even defeating them. Taking a shit on them. He dropped his pants. Yeah, he did. Played a hot dookie on the Minnesota Vikings last <laughs> year in the NFC Championship. Well, Case Keenum shot his own pants, too. And then, and then, in neutral ground, defeats the New England Patriots. The best quarterback ever. The best head coach ever. He beat him. But one of the worst defenses ever of all time. That's, I would uh, say. That's debatable. Uh, it's pretty bad. Did you see the Browns last year? They didn't win a game. Yeah. I'm saying as far as the Super Bowl defense goes, that had to be one of the worst defenses in the Super Bowl ever. Worse than 2011? Debatable. Uh, I think I think it's debatable. I mean, you look at their numbers last year. Well, the numbers. I mean, I think the numbers lie when it comes to a Patriots defense because the Patriots defense is the number one example of a bend and do not break defense. They give up a shit ton of yards. But usually their red zone defense is good enough. But I'll tell you what doesn't lie. Finally caught up to him last year in the Super Bowl. I'll tell you what doesn't lie. Let me hear it. The big dick. Oh my <laughs> god. Big dick don't lie. Big dick don't lie, dude. Put that on a t shirt. Big on a dick t-shirt. don't lie. Big dick don't lie. Mason, who do you got one in this game? I got the I got the Eagles as well. Really? Uh I don't believe in Big Dick Nick, but I do believe in the Falcons ineptitude to get shit done <laughs> in a big situation. That's fair enough. So uh However, I think that the Falcons, if anything happens, I think the Falcons choke this game away more than the Eagles win it, if that makes sense. Alright, so, Mace picks the Eagles, I pick the Eagles. Sousa? Falcons. Falcons. But from a fantasy perspective, you're going to start your studs. You're going to start Julio Jones. You're going to start Devonta Freeman, because I believe you're gonna, you took him in the second round. How would you not start him? Every week starters right there. J.H.I., if he plays... You're starting him? You're starting him. Are you uh, starting there, Nelson Aguilar? I think uh, so. I think so. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey is confirmed out for this week. So I think uh, Aguilar is their de facto number one, or at least gets bumped up to number two, so he's a servable start. At and least You're going to obviously start Zach Ertz on the contrary for Atlanta. Would you give Austin Hooper a start? Um... If you're considering it, then you're probably really shitty at tight end. Um, it's worth a shot, yes, but mean. I feel like there could be other uh, options out there. It's always tough. Uh, Thursday night games are always kind of tough. I find that we've we had this discussion in the first podcast, which is gone to lost the time and space. It's in the ether. It's in the ether. Yeah. Yeah, uh, guys, I know I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but. Um, I think Thursday night games are always like, I know we have disagreements about whether Thursday night games are good or bad, but you can always say, I think Thursday night games are always the most difficult to read as far as what you're going to get for fantasy football output at points wise. I agree with that. Because you either get a guy who goes off or usually they don't do jack shit. There's not really a in between, uh, you know, this is tough too. Cause I feel like, you know, it's week one, but, and like, the preseason's just like basically a way for teams to determine their rosters, not so much like to get into good practicing form. So like you know, like there's gonna be a lot of kinks being worked out and shit. The so, rust. Yeah. So I mean, 
it's always hard to kind of determine what what certain players are going to be able to do and how they're going to look for the rest of the season based on like one Thursday night performance. So, all right, last question about this game. Talking about Falcons receivers that aren't Julio Jones. Sousa. Yes. Do you trust a Mohamed Sanu as a start or Calvin Ridley as a start and as a uh, you know flex play, maybe a stretch wide receiver too? I think, I think I would not start Calvin Ridley yet. I'd want to see something from him. He's a wide receiver three, the wide receiver three on the team right now. I would give Mohamed Sanu a chance if you really need to start him. Then I assume your running backs are pretty. Pretty good, or if you're like in a dynasty and you just so happen to have Mohamed Sanu as one of your starters, I think he's fine. I think he'll be uh, a decent, maybe wide receiver two numbers for week one. I think that's safe. I mean, again, you haven't seen the season, so you just kind of have to assume of what you've seen in the past. But I think Mohamed Sanu will be a wide receiver two. Yeah, Mason, is there any defense you trust to start in this game? If you have the Phillies defense, you draft them. Obviously, they were one of the top defenses last year. Do you start them against Matt Ryan on opening night? Yeah, I definitely think you should. Um, I mean, at that point, you know, really, what other defense on the waiver wire would you start over them? I mean, you know, there. I don't really think there's. You would have to. You would have to look at what's available in your league and see if there was a much better matchup. But I think Eagles Falcons. I don't think that's a, that's a bad matchup per se. Though the Falcons do have a lot of big play capability on their roster. Like I said, I don't think. They'll have really all their kinks worked out on offense. So, especially going um, to uh, Lincoln Financial, it's gonna be tough. Yeah. Oh yeah. Philly's gonna be gassed up, dude. Like that. That's gonna be a really difficult place to play. So, yeah. I, I like. I. I. I would wouldn't have a problem with starting Philadelphia's defense. Um, I would just look, you know, just to see if there was, you know, like a, a matchup that you would prefer on the waiver wire instead, but. I wouldn't see it if if I'm someone wanted to start the Eagles, I wouldn't give them any grief for it. Yeah, no, I feel the same about that. All right, moving on to Sunday, first slate of our one o'clock games. Oh, we got the Steelers going into the dog pound in Cleveland, but this is a new look Cleveland Browns. For That's fantasy, right. For fantasy purposes, it's kind of good. Of course, the Steelers are going to be the Steelers. Here's uh, one thing that worries me a little bit as a Le'Veon Bell owner. When uh, when do you know that Le'Veon Bell is not going to play? Um, I don't know. I think it would be tomorrow, probably. Tomorrow, well, tomorrow would be Wednesday. We're recording this podcast on Tuesday night. Yeah. So if Le'Veon Bell doesn't show up to practice on Wednesday, you might be a little. Screwed. That's a problem. It might be a coaching thing where uh, maybe Tomlin's going to try to drop a hammer and say, you know what, you're not going to play. I don't know. I read, I read a thing today about Tomlin. He said, uh, whenever Bell shows up, we're going to look at him as conditioning and try to work out a game plan for him. Even if that means he's getting less touches, if he shows up, you know, tomorrow, Wednesday, even Thursday, they're going to try to find a way to get him in the game. You, how yeah. can you not? He's their best player. If he shows yeah. up Saturday, he's I, I would have him play. Yeah. Um, but whether of not knowing he's not going to play, I think that'll be like an announcement that... From the coaching staff. If Le'Veon Bell does not play, do you take the risk of starting James Conner? I think you're going to have to. If you have the luxury of having him and Bell's not going to start, then I think he's an okay start to have. You trust that James Conner would uh, 
would he be as much as D'Angelo Williams was a few years ago? That's my, uh, that's what I look out for. I don't expect it to, um, because D'Angelo was on fire. Well, first, yeah, first of all, nobody expected D'Angelo Williams to do <laughs> Yeah, he was nasty. He was basically Le'Veon Bell, just not Le'Veon Bell. He was. Honestly, when I was watching him, I was fortunate enough to have him on my team, too, um, which means I was also fortunate enough to have Bell get hurt. Um, <laughs> well, he was suspended. Then he got hurt. And then, yeah. Um, but D'Angelo actually looked like he learned from Bell. Like he ran similar, similarly to him. He was patient and, and broke out plays and got touchdowns. If James Conner has learned a thing or two from Bell, which he was there last year, so it was it's possible. See, but the thing is, with D'Angelo Williams, he was an already an established running back in Carolina before he went to yeah. the backup of Pittsburgh. We knew he had potential. We just didn't think at that late in his career he would be as good as he was. James Conner. He's never, hey. I don't think he's ever started a game, besides maybe Week 17 games where the Steelers didn't matter, you know, if they win or lost. Either way, if you're going to be the lead back for the Steelers, uh, I'll play you. Yeah, that's one of the best offenses in the league. I think that, um, you know, depending, um, like, how well off you are running back, I mean, if you have, like, a deep bench, then maybe you could consider starting somebody else who you know is an established back. But otherwise, um, I mean... Pittsburgh has one of the best offenses in the league. So they're playing the Browns, and as much as the Browns look like they're trending in the right direction, they're still the Browns. So. Browns are going to shock you this year. Yeah. Honestly, I hope they do. I hope they do. Browns are going to shock you this year. So obviously, if Bell plays, you're going to start him. Uh, You have to. But. If Bell does not play, we don't have a problem if you want to start James Conner. It's also a possibility that they both play. And in that case, you're gonna start Bell. You got to start yeah, Bell. Still Bell. But yeah. uh, temper your expectations. Last year, this exact, exact situation happened last year. Week one last year, they were at Cleveland. Bell was ten for thirty-two. Yeah. So you just gotta. You're gonna start him, but make sure your lineup can adjust accordingly. If you need that higher upside guy in your flex, then I'd, I'd say do that. All right, so we're locking the picks. Who you guys taking? I'm taking Pittsburgh. Whoa, whoa. We get the picks after we're done talking about Cleveland. We didn't get to talk oh, about Cleveland. Poo. Cleveland's a new team. Cleveland is a brand new team. So go back to Pittsburgh quick. Starting Bell, obviously you're starting AB. Huh. Big Ben on the road. You're gonna start him at Cleveland? Nope. Not taking the risk. I would. I would. I would. Week one. Week one, you drafted him probably as your starter. Ah, man. Cleveland. It's just hard to feel good about Big Ben on the road. But we say this every year, but his road splits are uh, its quite scary, They're actually. abysmal. Very dude. scary. They are so bad. But the thing is, he can do it. It's a new year. And why not against Cleveland? But let's talk about Cleveland. Let's talk about the new look Cleveland Browns. Tyrod Taylor. Carlos Hyde. Still got Duke Johnson. When PPR could show some value. You got Jarvis Landry. Josh Gordon. That's right. You might not get the start. Is he going to play? I believe so. Just not going to start. But he'll be in there. I'm sure about so it. So you feel comfortable with Josh Gordon in a fantasy lineup? Um, I would be a little nervous, a little concerned, but at the same time, I wouldn't be like afraid to start him i'd be excited to see him get out there because i think he'll be out there relatively soon maybe one drive maybe after the first drive he'll be in there um and i'd be excited to see how he how he's used i think tyrod will definitely give him the ball 
It'll be interesting because the offense is so different. You don't know how it's going to shape out. New quarterback, new wide receivers. Wide receivers. And also a tight end not to sleep on. Right. Is David Njoku. There's mm-hmm. a lot of mouths to feed, and Tyrod's not really one to have a lot of passing volume. So. Though he does love himself a tight end. Remember right. that. Loves himself a tight end. That is right. Charles, Charles Clay can attest to that. So Especially especially in the red zone. Big target like David Njoku has had fantasy success in the past without guys like Tyrod Taylor. Mm-hmm. Um, David Njoku has the potential to be maybe a top five tight end this year. Oh, yeah. If uh, if Cleveland pans out and ends up being a successful team, which is, uh, whoo, boy. You know, really, <laughs> if you're banking on that for fantasy success, <laughs> you might, might want to readjust what you're doing. It wouldn't surprise me <laughs> one bit if Njoku was a top five tight end because uh, he's good and Jake Fryer has him. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> um, as far as defenses goes, I'm not going to start Cleveland's defense against Steelers' offense. You just don't do that. No, you don't yeah. do that. Regardless if Big Ben's on the road or not. I would think about starting Pittsburgh's defense, though. Uh, Pittsburgh, if you have them. I don't think that's a bad matchup. Tyrod Taylor doesn't yeah. have a lot of big play capability. I wouldn't yeah, be afraid. I, I think the Browns would have to prove themselves first yeah. for me to not start someone against them. Because last year... If you were, if the defense you had was facing the Browns, there's a free ten points. You're, basically, you were going to start them. Uh, the winless Browns, the one win in two years, Browns, oh. with to turn things around in 2018. God. Who are we picking for Week One? Steelers, Browns, Steelers. I'm going to pick. Here we go. Here we go. The Steelers. Okay. <laughs> all right. So we're locking it. We're all going Steelers. All going the Steelers. Black and gold on a Sunday. Next game. The Cincinnati Bengals. The worst team in the NFL. Oh, but wait. Against the Indianapolis Colts. One of the other worst teams in the NFL. <laughs> but, but. But. It's a new season. Andrew Luck makes his return. Like an angel falling from heaven down to the earth. With a neck beard. With a neck beard. Doesn't he, he has a creepy mustache though, right? What? Anyone see his mustache? He has a mustache now? Andrew Luck? I know he just talks like John Lackey. That's about it. Hey, someone look him up while we talk about him. All right, I'll look up. I'll type in latest Google. picture of Andrew, An- Luck. Andrew, Andrew Luck, Luck creepy mustache. Um, hold on. Andrew Luck driving a bus what with the? a creepy mustache. What? Andrew, I think Luck. Is it must- in Indianapolis? It is in Lucas Oil Stadium, Indianapolis, his home field. Yeah, this is Andrew Luck's big moment. He's been in the preseason. Um, wasn't really electric, but I think... Oh, yeah, that's gross, dude. What the fuck is that? Uh-oh. I what is he, that? I think he found the mustache. Look at that. I like it. I like it, he says. Yeah, it's man. like an 80s porn star. That's why I like it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I guess it's better than a neck beard. Um, so you're saying Andrew Luck is back. He's back. And I think it's going to make a big difference. Enough to make them un- like an okay team rather than a shitty team. Before the start of the season, Andrew Luck, does he finish top five quarterback? Um, no. I don't think we have enough uh, enough kind of no. information at hand to, okay. s- to uh, determine whether or not he's gonna be he's gonna be what he was before. What? <laughs> I said okay. You said no. I didn't need a big explanation. All right, all right, fine. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, that's it. Because I was gonna say another question. Okay. All right, hit me with another question then. All right. Week, God damn. Week one against the Bengals. Is Andrew Luck going to finish the top five quarterback for the week? Yes. The Bengals suck cock. Okay. Um, That's a good answer. 
Off the top of my head, I'll say yeah. I have, don't really have all the matchups. And Sorry, I, I, I just want to... I am so biased against the Bengals. The Bengals are one of the most loser franchises in all sports. You're going to insult our Bengals audience. Yep, wow. I am. Sorry. Uh, Sorry, Cincinnati. But the Bengals blow. I'll say this. If it was in Cincinnati, I wouldn't give... Why does luck. Marvin Lewis still have his job? I, I, would, I wouldn't call Luck a top five for the week if it was in Cincy. But I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt at being home, at home. In a dome. At home in a dome. He's got the Duke. He's got the crowd behind him. He's and throwing the Duke. The 80s stash. Let's flip to the Bengals side of it. AJ Green, you're going to start. Have to. Have to. Joe Mixon. They're going to start. Have to. Have to. Anybody else on Cincinnati that you are starting or you feel comfortable starting, like a Tyler Eifert at your tight end? No. Uh, I would give him a shot, especially because you know he's healthy. You know he's not hurt right now. Um, So I'd say start Tyler Eifert. But once again, he's been out for a really long period of time, so you don't know what you're going to get out of him. But but with the tight end position being so thin and, you know, knowing Tyler Eifert's potential, I'm starting him. I think he'll score a touchdown. In a deep league, do you give John Ross a shot in your lineup in week one? I mean, if you need to, I guess. It'll have to be deep. Uh, he's the number two, you know. He uh, he only finished with negative fantasy points last year. Yeah. That's tough. <laughs> That's tough. Um, I would I would not feel comfortable with it. Yeah, I wouldn't feel good if about that. If you have to. At all. I about mean, a uh, about a little Gio Bernard action. No, I'm not starting yeah. anyone else except maybe Andy Dalton if you really need to. Because the Colts defense is trash. Yeah. That's true. Very valid point. A little, little bit of red rifle in week one? Possibly. A little bit of, little bit of red vomit. All right. Gross. And Andrew Luck's return to football. Who's going to win this game? Indianapolis. Oh, okay, I think we should talk about a little more of the Indianapolis Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. We, we skipped Indianapolis. We were too busy talking about Andrew Luck. <laughs> Fuck. You got to start T.Y. Hilton. Yes. I yes. think he's going to have a big season. Yeah, with Luck back, the uh, odds are forever in his favor. I believe Jack he, Doyle? A little bit of Jack Doyle action. Yep, I'm, I'm picking Eric Ebron over Jack Doyle. Ooh. Fuck you. Fuck Eric Ebron. Eric Ebron is the man, Eric not Jack Ebron Doyle. Eric Ebron can bum. suck my balls. A bum. Balls. <laughs> a Bum. My balls. I, I get that, but he's B- he's good, though. You M. He's going to do better than Doyle. Bum. He's going to be the guy. Wait, you're no. saying he's going to do better than Doyle this week or the whole season? Both. Wow. Eric Ebron is Should've the guy. Should have saved that for sizzling heart, hot takes, dude. What'd you say? He's the guy. Let me tell you this. Right. Let me tell you this about Eric Ebron. Okay. Okay. For the past four years, we've been saying Eric Ebron's the guy. He's going to break out this year, dude. He's got Mad Staff. He's been fine. Mad Staff will find anybody. Do we even find Eric Ebron? Mm -hmm. He sucked. Yeah, he's not. In Detroit. He sucked. Matt Stafford is just as good as passer as Andrew Luck is. Andrew Luck already has a connection with Jack Doyle. He's not going to just say, Jack, hit the road. Hey, go fuck yourself, Jack. Hit the road, Jack. Hit the road, Jack. That's exactly what's going to happen. Eric Ebron's in town. No, because Eric Ebron fucking sucks. He doesn't, though. He does. Andrew Luck's going to say, hey. In fantasy football, you cannot tell me Eric Ebron is good. He's going to say, hey, Eric Ebron, why don't you go block over there for me, all right? He's like, Ebron, yo, uh, my stash needs some Coleman. Why don't you grab that Coleman Why don't you keep the bench warm for me, dude? All right. I'm glad this is recorded because you're going to see what happens. This is the best thing is that we're going to know what happens. And you're going to see Eric Ebron. We go back to this next week and you say, Eric Ebron, shit the bed. He's going to have a better performance than Jack Doyle. 100%. 100%. I would start Ebron over Doyle. Whoever's out there who has to make that decision. 
I hope, I hope nobody has to make the decision because I hope you don't have Eric Ebron on your team. He should be in the, the, the free agency waiver wire. Don't even, don't yeah, even think about don't it. Touch that, Until man. Eric Ebron proves you otherwise, like Sousa thinks he's going to do, you're not starting Eric Ebron. I don't care if he's on a new team. I don't care if his name's Eric Ebron and somehow you like the way it sounds when you say it. Like Sousa does. <laughs> former first-round pick. Yeah, former first-round pick. You know who else was a former first-round pick? There we go. Jamarcus Russell. What's he doing? Fucking playing PS4 on his couch. Flipping birds. Watching, watching NFL action on Sunday. Like He's going to be in a good situation. He was in a good situation in Detroit. Stafford hardly uses the tight end. What the hell? <laughs> and Eric Ebron put up solid numbers over there. Solid. Fantasy solid? 500 to 700 him? yards, yeah. He sucks. Watch. He had some drop issues in the past, but... Yeah. Look, he's just someone I don't have a lot of faith in personally. I would much rather... If you're taking a risk on an Indianapolis tight end, I'd much rather go with Jack Doyle. Jack Doyle's not even a risk. Jack Doyle is good. Jack Doyle's actually good. With Andrew Luck in the lineup, Jack Doyle is good. Eric Ebron is not... If you have him on your team, he's not leaving my bench until he proves me otherwise. It's going to take a good game. might even take a couple good games. You need to see consistency from Eric Ebron before you start him. Yeah. That being said, any other Colts worth starting? No. You trust any running backs for the Colts? No. Now that Frank Gore's out of town. Nope. Um, they drafted some linemen, but their offensive line is still a sieve. So, I mean, we got a. Who is there? Do they have an official starter? Is it? It was supposed to be Marlon Mack. Unofficial depth chart released today. Is it Jordan Wilkins? Yeah, I think Jordan Wilkins is going to get the start this week because Marlon Mack is another, another case. Injury. Another case in point, I'm not starting a Colts running back until they prove me otherwise. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I agree. You should have other guys to start over yeah. them. I mean, I don't see why you Especially with luck back, I feel like they're going to be very pass-heavy, try to get luck back into a groove. Might not use the running back as much. Colts, Bengals, who is going to win this game? Indianapolis. Susan? Um, I'm going to go with the Bengals on this one. The Bengals? The Bengals. The Bengals. The Bengals. That's bold. Not bold enough for me. I'm picking Indianapolis Colts. And Andrew Luck's return to Lucas Oil. Next game, we got the Tennessee Titans going to Miami. Ooh. Going to Miami. All right. Facing the Dolphins. The return of Ryan oh. Tannehill. It's you forgot been, he played NFL it's football, It's been so right? long. You forgot, because one, he was irrelevant. Right. Two, he's still irrelevant. He's on a shit team. It, yep. And, and three, three, he's, he's back, irrelevant. and I forgot. It almost made you think, like, they would pick someone else or, like, get rid of him. Yeah. I didn't think don't. they would hold on to someone like Ryan Tannehill. I mean, I guess, you know, they he's, see something we don't. It's like an Andrew all I, see when I, all I see is a trash can behind Santa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, uh, and he loses his, he loses his go-to receiver. And Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry's gone. So, with Jarvis Landry gone, let's bring up the question. Does Devontae Parker finally take the step we wanted him to, or at least I wanted to when I owned him last year, <laughs> to the next level? Being someone you can trust in fantasy, being in your lineup every week. I don't think so. I think uh, Dolphins still have too much of a mediocre uh, offense. They still have too much of a mediocre guy calling the signals. So I think that hurts... Uh, Parker's stock significantly, personally. That's my opinion. I don't know if you guys feel differently. Miami's unofficial depth chart today as of Tuesday read that Kenyon Drake and Frank the G. Gore 
are both listed as starters for Miami Dolphins. Anyone you feel better about starting? Mr. Drake. Yeah, Drake. Drake. Drake's coffee cakes. Drake's coffee cakes. You don't think Frank Gore could uh, steal a little goal line action? Drake? Frank Gore is going to do what he does best, and that's vulture touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> well, I I don't know because he really was the de facto starter for the Colts. Um, I think Drake's going to be like the guy. At worst, they're going to split, but I think Drake's going to be the guy. I don't believe in Kenyon Drake. I think by the end of this season. Frank Gore takes over the starting role because for some reason, somehow, some way, <laughs> Frank Gore has like, I don't know, the metabolism, the heart, the th- body of a 20 year old. You think Foles sold the soul of the devil. And he's 45. What Frank Gore is doing 45. is ridiculous. Usually running backs fall off this cliff that you think Shady McCoy's going to fall off yeah. when they hit 30. Frank Gore is fucking steady, climbing that mountain. Steady Eddie, man. Frank Gore. Since Frank Gore sold. Nick Foles sold his soul to the devil. Frank Gore is the devil. <laughs> Frank Gore just put, might be the devil. Put that up there. Frank Gore, Frank is, Gore the is the devil. <laughs> but Frank Gore, since he has been in the league, has led his team in rushing every single season. That's pretty good, right? I think that changes this year. I mean, let me Google it. Did you just fuck up the recording? No, nah, we're good. We're good. I was Googling it. Oh, man. But I had stop on the podcast by accident. <laughs> yeah, let me Google that quick. Is Frank Gore good? He's good. <laughs> oh. Frank Gore is good. Is he good enough to start week one? No. Is he good enough to beat the Titans? Mm, no. I All think, right. I mean, Gore, I think it's going to be... Just off the top of my head, I feel like it'll be like a Drake's the first and second down back, and if they need a third down guy, I think I mean Gore will be a bruiser if you need those short yards. But then again, Drake's a pass catcher too. Drake, Drake, definitely the more explosive option. Yes. Um, if you want a running back is going to get you fifty tough. yards every week, then go with Gore. It's but. tough. We got to see a sample size. We saw glimpses of Kenyon Drake how good he could be. We also saw weeks where he sucked last year. Yep. We just gotta wait and see, especially with Frank going in the backfield. We gotta see how Miami uses him. We gotta see what Tannehill's up to. And yet, uh, for Miami, it's weird. It's a weird fantasy team, you know, to own players on. Because you got Devontae Parker, who should emerge as a wide receiver one this year. You got Move. Kenny Stills. Well, no, I mean the wide, the wide receiver one for Miami. Okay. You got Kenny Stills, who is big play waiting to happen. The mm-hmm. only thing is, if you wait too long, it's not going to happen. <laughs> yep. And then you got the newly signed Danny Amendola, who had success on the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see Amendola having the same success in Miami as he did on the Patriots, with the fact of him having Ryan Tannehill as his quarterback rather than Tom Brady. Absolutely. Kenny Stills, I feel, still has big playability just because of his breakaway speed. But his dick hands, though. But, I mean, he's good for a couple big plays. Which, you know, could help you. It's good for a couple big drops, too, though. Do I feel comfortable starting anybody not named Devontae Parker? Definitely not. No. Even starting Devontae Parker, I don't feel good about But, I mean, the ball's <laughs> got to get to somebody. If Ryan Tannehill's throwing the ball... Right. No. Absolutely. I, uh, I have a different opinion about that. I think Stills will be... 
you know, he what was it? Matt Moore was the backup. I feel like he had a greater rapport with Kenny Stills, but I mean, he'll still get the deep ball. I think Devontae Parker. I don't think he's gonna be have a breakout season. I think Amendola will benefit the most from Jarvis Landry's absence. Really? I think he'll fit into that slot role and get a lot of receptions. And I almost say this for the hot takes, but it's not sizzling enough. But I'm going to say Amendola finishes as the best Dolphins receiver this year. I like it. I mean, that's not the worst take they've ever had in the show. So uh, let's, move on to, <laughs> let's move on to the Titans side of the ball. Marcus Mariota uh, easily could be great one week. Could be cheeks the next week. Cheeks. Yep. Cheeks. I'm talking booty cheeks. Mm-hmm. Ass cheeks. <laughs> he can be ass, yeah. But yeah. he can also be good. Can he's be. got some skills to pay the bills. He can run the ball. He can throw the ball. He can get you past a touchdown, a rushing touchdown. He's a very talented quarterback, but the consistency just isn't there for Marcus Mariota. Yeah, he's won against Miami Dolphins. I'm okay with starting him. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm in the camp that I think Mariota is going to have a, a good season this year. Um, he was dealing with a very bad hamstring injury last year. I think after like yeah. week one or two. So his mobility was limited, which automatically limited a huge portion of his game. Um, took away a lot of what the Titans could do on offense. And obviously, I mean, if you played fantasy football last year, you had any Titans on your team. They suffered the they suffered the consequences because their offense became very one dimensional. As Mariota had to become a pocket passer specifically, which I don't think he's good at. He's better at moving around and throwing and using his legs. But uh, if Mar- Mariota, from what I understand, his hamstrings completely good to go, he's all healthy. Um, I have no problem starting him against the Dolphins, especially a Dolphins team that. Doesn't have uh, as many playmakers on defense as they once had. Um, now that Sue has left, I think um, I believe they still have Cameron Wake. But um, other than that, I mean, I don't really see them having a lot of big threats on defense. So I mean, I wouldn't have a problem starting Mariota at all against the Dolphins. I wouldn't either. Um, that being said, you start Mariota. He's got to throw to somebody. Who's he throwing to at the wide receiver position? Of course, you got Rashad Matthews. You got Corey Davis. And you have uh, Taiwan Taylor. Taiwan Taylor. You got, of course, Delaney Walker, mm-hmm. who with Mariota is uh, nothing but steady Eddie. Uh, Deion Lewis will get some reception. Deion Lewis, yeah. So, I mean, which wide receiver would you start a Titans wide receiver? I wouldn't feel comfortable. Yes. Yeah, but I would, I'm putting my, uh, my chips on Corey Davis yeah. for the remainder of the year as well. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't feel really comfortable. Uh, only pass catcher would be like Delaney Walker and maybe Deion Lewis. I if like, you have to. I like um, I like Rashard Matthews. Um, he's shown you know great glimpses in the past. I think he could be. Depends what Corey Davis does. Corey Davis could emerge as a better talent, but I think Rashard Matthews is reliable. Um, but yeah, Delaney Walker, you gotta start him. Um, as far as running backs go. In PPR, I have no problem you starting Deion Lewis. In standard, I really don't have a problem you starting Derrick Henry. Um, but Derrick Henry should be the main back this year. This is his chance. This is his chance, and I think he will <laughs> succeed at his chance. You can bet Derrick Henry is going to be um, he's going to be a force to tackle. 
big dude. Mm-hmm. He's going to be at the goal line, getting his carries, won't get vultured by DeMarco Murray. But let's not sleep on Deion Lewis. Deion Lewis has the ability to catch the ball, the ability to run the ball. Yep. I don't have a problem starting either one of these backs in week one. They were Their ADPs were very close to each other um, because, you know, the way the Titans use their running backs in the pass-catching game and also in the ground-and-pound game, Derrick Henry and Deion Lewis could be a little bit of uh, thunder and lightning. Yeah. Um, so week one against the Dolphins, you can start Henry, you can start Lewis. And who wins between the Titans and the Miami Dolphins? Give it to the Titans. It's going to be rough for the Dolphins this year. Yeah, I'm going Titans all the way. I don't really see how the Dolphins can... Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if the Dolphins got absolutely smacked. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like I said, I don't think their defense is very good. Um, their offense, for sure, I don't think is very good. I don't think the Patriots will have to play the first string guys to win the division. That's how bad the Dolphins, Bills, and Jets are. Sorry for those fans out there. <laughs> That's some precision hot takes. Oh, come on. <laughs> um, yeah, tighten up. It's going to be the Titans. Titans. All right, so we're all going Titans. All going Titans. Also, I don't know if we've said this, probably should have said this at the beginning of the segment. We're all marking down what we're going to do, uh, what, what picks we're taking. We'll see who has the best record at the end of the season. Yeah. Uh, and then maybe that person will win a prize. Maybe. Probably not, though, because we're all cheap as fuck. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. He's right. He's right. All right. In a very good game this week, we have the 49ers traveling up north to Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh. Cold like a spice soda. Cold like Minnesota. It's a little yachty, you know, a little boat. I'm going to fucking kill myself now. Fuck. The 49ers are going to Minnesota. <laughs> which means... Which means... Stop white people 2018. <laughs> which means... Jimmy G... Whoa. Will officially start his first full campaign mm. for the San Francisco 49ers. Ooh, Big Dick Jimmy. Oh, no, no. That doesn't... There's already one... It's only one Big Dick and it's Big Dick Nick. Fuck Big Dick Nick. Jimmy G is just Jimmy G. You want to call him Jimmy Gangster, that's all right. Okay. This okay. guy is a gangster. Jimmy He's a Gangster. bad dude. Um, 49ers, with the heartbreaking loss of Jarek McKinnon. Ripping peace. Ripping peace to fantasy owners who drafted before his injury. And ripping peace to a certain fantasy owner in our league who drafted him with this injury. <laughs> yep. but, uh, but it was funny. Happens. Uh, Jarek McKinnon is down. So, obviously, the running back work will be spread out between Matt Burita, who looks to be the starter right now. Um, they also signed Alfred Morris, former Redskin, former Cowboy. Um, I'm going to have to see what happens. It's murky. I'm going to have to see what happens as far as the running back situation goes in San Fran on who to trust going forward and if they're going to be a viable starter. Because Jared McKinnon looked to be like a breakout player this year. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, roof and peace to him, roof and peace to his ACL. And get well soon, Jarek McKinnon. As far as quarterback, you're going to start Jimmy G, right? I mean, how could you not? Love me some Jimmy G. Uh, no. You're not going to start Jimmy G? Not against this defense. Not ag- You saw what Jimmy G did to Jacksonville's defense last year, right? That was also last year. What about this year? 
<laughs> this year, Jimmy G got a little got a little better looking. His arm got a little stronger. He's okay. dating a porn star now. He's getting blowjobs from a porn star. Who's the porn star? Uh, I forget. Hmm. I'll Not notable. I'll tell you right now. Dude. I'll, I'll, look, it. I'll look, look it up. You're going to look I... it up right now. Don't play yep. any videos. Um, yeah, I mean, Jimmy was was great, but I think his... Um... Kiara Mia. I think we know a Kiara Mia. Personally? I think Jimmy G's undefeated streak <laughs> is coming to an end. And you think it ends week one? Week one. Minnesota? I so mean... You, so you wouldn't trust him as a starter if you drafted Jimmy G as your guy? You're, gonna, you're not going to start him against Minnesota? I think you must have uh, punted the quarterback position, which is good. Good for you. Yeah, And I think that... You waited. You have patience, You waited. Sir. Patience is a virtue. And the thing is... And it pays off. When you have patience, you're going to get rewarded. Jimmy G is a stud. Week one, he's going up against a tough defense... But, I mean, you're going to proceed with caution with Jimmy G. But this you're is gonna where you also get to see his medal. You get to see if he's really as good as advertised right gonna, off the rip. You're going to start Jimmy G, but the thing is you got to know it's not going to be one of his best weeks. Going into a tough Minnesota team who was butthurt about getting their asses kicked in Philly last year in the NFC Championship. Mm. They want to make a statement with a new quarterback, um, a returning running back, that they're one of the powerhouses in the NFC. But Jimmy G don't lie down for nobody, except Kiara Mia. I want okay. I come on, that was good. Come on, come I want, on. I want to see it first. Um, if you you must have waited on him, which means I don't drop him, but I, I would pick up someone else. Uh, maybe an Andy Dalton still out there. Um, I would definitely stream the position. I would like to see what Jimmy G can do on the road against the Vikings to start off the season. I'm putting all my chips into the Jimmy G basket. So you're gonna start him? I'm gonna start him because. Oh, I'm starting him too, baby. That's my quarterback. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, we talked about the San Fran side. Uh, wide receivers for Jimmy G. A little bit of Marquise Goodwin. A little bit of uh, Pierre Garçon. Who uh, who has the better week one? Goodwin. Good one. Huh. Um, wow, we got to stop with the puns. It's getting, <laughs> it's getting out of control now. Better question is... I don't know. Better question is, who do you think Xavier Rhodes covers... Pierre Garçon, Marquis Goodwin. Oh man, I'm going to say Pierre Garçon. I think so too. Pierre Garçon, more of a receptions guy, uh, more of a get the ball in my hands. And I'm gonna do something with it. Marquis mm-hmm. Goodwin, a little bit of uh, a little bit of speed, get the ball of, in my hands, a little bit of big playability. It's gonna be interesting. They could switch it up. Um, Minnesota's D is good enough to, you know, play some help on those receivers. Yep. Do you trust uh, do you trust the tight end? George for Kittle. For San Francisco this week. I'd want to see it. If you are starting George Kittle, I don't... I would I say... I can't imagine what your team looks no, like. No, because they have one of the best linebacking cores in the league. And if one of those linebackers drops back into coverage on a tight end, I'd have a lot of faith in them. And, I mean... George Kittle is uh, relatively unknown. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we're going to wait on George Kittle this he, week one against the Vikings. I like him. him. I like him this year. Uh, not this matchup, though. Um, you know, I think he he showed a little something last year, toward the end of the year, with, uh, with Jimmy. So 
we'll have to wait and see. Like I said, I think that he'll be good by the end of the season, but I, I, this isn't a matchup that I would like him in personally. Yeah. So I would um, definitely look at another option for that end. Flipping it over to the other team, the Minnesota Vikings. New quarterback. My quarterback, Kirk Buzzins. Oh, man. Oh, man. Kirk Cousins. Welcome to Minnesota. Yes, Kirk Cousins. Welcome to Minnesota. Welcome. So you can finally prove what you're worth, Kirk Cousins. I think he's going to look good in purple. He's going to look great in purple. Is he going to play great in purple? Yes. He's got a better team. I think he'll be good. Do you think, do you think, with a better team, see, the thing is, Kirk Cousins and Washington Redskins, he's a top 10 fantasy quarterback. That's because they didn't have a running game. They were down a lot in those games. He had to pass a lot more. Do you think being on such a good team will hurt Kirk Cousins at fantasy value? Also having a running back like Dalvin Cook. Uh, Yeah, I, I do. I, I think uh, I do not think Kirk Cousins is going to be the sixth quarterback this year. I think he's going to be he could be efficient because he's going to have better receivers. He, but he's not going to have to pass as much. So what you're saying is you think he's going to have uh, a Drew Brees esque year of like Drew Brees last year, possibly. Um, Drew Brees didn't have to throw the ball a lot because the run game was so successful. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to call him Drew Brees. No, I'm not saying you're calling him Drew Brees. I'm, I'm gonna saying say, I'm gonna say it's safer. He has, I'm gonna say it's closer towards um, like a uh, maybe like an Alex Smith. Mm. See, I think I think right. that's too far down. Well, Alex Smith was good last year. Yeah, it's kind of well, kind of a similar situation. They got great weapons. I think Kirk takes more chances than Alex Smith does, so that he could have more big plays. But Alex Smith still played well as a fantasy quarterback. Alex Smith got it done on his legs. Kirk Cousins can do it with his legs too. Mm-hmm. And I think he won't be playing from behind as much. And yeah. I think that's going to take a toll into his fantasy points. Yeah, I mean the best situation you want is a great offense with a bad defense, like yeah. the Saints a couple of years ago. But if you have a good offense, well, if you have a good defense, your offense isn't going to get the chances all the time. For your quarterback, you probably run the ball more. Yep. Um, but maybe you get the ball back more. It's uh, I think, you know, I said he won't do as great. I don't. I kind of want to change my mind and say he'll about stay the same. I think he'll still be top ten. Uh, maybe not six. Maybe I'll say six to eight. Top ten is fine with me as top, long as I have a decent quarterback. Kirk Cousins will be good. He's got you know. You're gonna start Kirk Cousins. You're gonna start Dalvin Cook coming off an ACL injury. The only thing I have in question with Dalvin Cook is he showed grim- glimpses of being great last year, but it was such a small sample size of four games. Minnesota wants to commit to running the ball. Dalvin Cook has the tools to do it. I think he can be great, but I wouldn't necessarily rely on him being great. He's going to have to keep showing me that he can be great. So if Dalvin Cook, you know, week one against San Francisco, runs for like, you know, 15 attempts, 50 yards, no touchdowns, could be a sign of caution. He could have a bad week. But the thing is, him being a late first-round pick, early second-round pick, I felt is uh, kind of taking a chance over drafting someone like a Kareem Hunt or Melvin Gordon or a Leonard Fournette. I love yeah, Dalvin Cook. I agree. I think he he showed – I liked what I saw from him last year, um, just the eye test. But 
you know, Latavius Murray wasn't there, and Murray was good. He's a goal line back, too. I think that's going to play a big role into it. Um, I think Cook will have a feast against the 49ers, actually, at home, but I just worry that over long term of the season, I just worry that Murray will, you know, get five to seven touchdowns, and um, I feel like Dalvin Cook will end up a running back two this year. Okay. Come season end. Okay, and not what you want if you draft him late first round. Yeah, early second absolutely round. not. He well, has the capability to finish oh, top he 10. He definitely but. does. He definitely does. Uh, wide receivers for Minnesota. Stephon Diggs. Starting him. Adam Thielen. Starting him. Tight ends, Kyle Rudolph. Starting him. Kirk Cousins loves his tight end. That's right. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, Adam Thielen, um, crazy breakout year for him last year. Uh, out of nowhere, really. He was one of the top wide receivers in the league. Do you see that changing this year? Or do you think he comes back down to earth? Do you think he stays the same, or does he get better? No, I think um, I think he'll probably stay about the same. Um, number one, number two, or about the same? I think he'll probably stay about the same. I yeah. did that recently. Yeah, you're oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 put like five different tests in front of you. Number one, number two, uh, about the same. <laughs> about the same. Uh, about the same. Can I see number two again? <laughs> that was me. Yeah. No, yeah, I think... Uh, I think Thielen will stay about the same um, because he's a reliable uh, possession um, wide receiver. I mean, he ended up with a lot of yards last year, but it's more what he did after the catch than um, the yards leading up to it. Uh, So I think as far as it goes, the way that I look at the Vikings offense is that Thielen is like the possession guy, like the the guy that you use to move the sticks. And Stephon Diggs is your... Big play guy, so I think is Thielen. You know, I think should stay about the same where he was, if not improve. I mean, re- in reality, they should have a better quarterback. But once again, Case Keenum and Sam Bradford also both made deals with the devil last year <laughs> and uh, had the best seasons of their careers as well. So I mean, you know. Uh, Will Kirk be as good as them? I would hope so because I he think, should be. I think Kirk Cousins is a much better quarterback than Case Keenum and Sam Bradford. Mm. Um, but that's the thing—you never know going into a, a, like a brand new offense. But as far as Adam Thielen goes, I think he should be about the same. I think this is the year Stephon Diggs takes a big leap towards um, you know being like legit wide receiver one, one of the best wide receivers in the league. With Kirk Cousins at the helm, has no problem slinging the ball. Hmm. Here's what I'm going to say. Let me know if you guys agree. Adam Thielen will lead the team in receptions. Stephon Diggs, however, will lead the team in yards and touchdowns. Uh, I could see that. I think it'll be kind of dispersed evenly. Well, actually, I shouldn't even say that because in the red zone, they have yet another threat, which is uh, Kyle Rudolph, who's uh, a decent, who's a pretty good tight end. I mean... So yeah, you ever seen Rudolph in the snow? Yeah, Minnesota snow. Get the red nose. Yeah, really. Red zone reindeer. Yeah, Rudolph the red zone reindeer. Wow, you're welcome for that fantasy team name. Mm-hmm. That's good. Welcome for that T-shirt. That's mm-hmm. good, dude. It's merch. <laughs> Buy that merch. You're welcome, Rudolph. Uh, yeah, he's a threat. I think I don't know. Definitely feeling receptions. I think Diggs could have those touchdowns if he plays, you know, 14 to 16 games. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is his year. I think so too. 
Uh, Minnesota, San Fran, big game, week one. What are you taking? Minnesota. I am also going to take Minnesota in a close game. I think it's going to be close than a lot of, closer than a lot of people are giving credit for. I'm going to take in a close game San Francisco 49ers because I think wow. I think Minnesota gets a little bit of a, a little bit of a culture shot. You think you know you got better as a team? I think they're going to need a little wake up call before they can really ascend to being one of the powerhouses. All right, so me and Sousa have Minnesota. You have San Francisco. That's right. All right. Moving on to... Oh, we are moving to New England. Oh, baby. Hey. New England. The Houston Texans visit the New England Patriots. Hmm. Could be... uh, Could be be messy. Could be... uh, Patriots are losing this game. Oh, oh, we'll get to that after, but <laughs> this could be uh, this could be a big old juicy fantasy game. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of uh, a lot of variables here, considering um, you got Deshaun Watson coming back from his oh, torn yeah. ACL. Oh yeah. You got a lot of defensive players coming back for the Texans from their oh, yeah. various injuries. You have the Patriots, who are going to be look. You're going to get a look at their offense without uh, Edelman. Oh yeah. Um, you're gonna see how we're gonna see how no that Amendola. looks for the first four games. Oh no! Yeah, but we haven't had Amendola in the preseason. So, but Edelman's been playing in the preseason. Oh, so yeah. it's gonna be your first look at an Edelman-free offense. Yeah. As well as I guess as well as no Amendola. It's and then, Hogan and Dorsett, baby. Yeah. And the Gronk man, of course. So. And then we're also gonna see how the defense looks. And Sony Michelle. Oh, All wait a right. minute. Wait a minute. You sound like the fucking ESPN Sports Center guy. Sports Center brought to you by Sony Michelle. <laughs> there it is. Dude. You're gonna get copyrighted for that. Um, and Cordero Patterson. And Sony Michelle. <laughs> oh my god. Dude. Yeah, that's not looking good. So. I hope, uh, I hope Gronk can stay healthy. All right, there's gonna, a lot of variables. He's gonna get tackled. Fantasy. This is gonna be a juicy fantasy game. Oh yeah. It is gonna be Tom Brady slinging it because uh, he's gonna have to. It's gonna be Tom Brady slinging it. It's gonna be Gronk catching it. It's gonna be Gronk spiking it. It's gonna be. I'm, I'm, think, I'm gonna say a Chris Hogan touchdown. Oh yeah. I'm thinking big game from James White. Okay. Yeah. A little bit of Jimmy White. I'd flex White. But which Patriots running back do you trust the most in Week One? James White. James White, Sony Michel, or Rex Michel. Big old Burkhead. Uh, well, see, here's the Big thing. old bald Burkhead. I would go personally with James White over big bald Burkhead. Uh, because I think uh, James White is going to be a super <laughs> integral part of their offense. Rex Burkhead, since he's been with the Patriots, is... No, big ball he was Burkhead. he would yeah big ball Burkhead uh, has been good when when he's played. The problem is, is that he played well for us last year, but he also was injured for a good portion of the season. But is he injured now? No, but potential injury concern. Um, I don't know. I just don't. I just don't. Not that I think Rex Burkhead's bad. I actually think he's he's a pretty good running back. All right. But the problem is, is they play him on special teams as well. So it's just like, I don't know, the extra mileage, I think there's much more concern for injury, personally. Here's how I'm ranking the Patriots running backs week one. Rex Burkhead, number one. James White, number two. Sonny Michelle, number three. Jeremy Hill, number four. Jeremy Don't Hill. forget about Jeremy Hill. Yeah, number four. Don't forget about Getting him. water. Don't forget about him, because you're going to remember the name Jeremy Hill by the time the season's over. I Here's remember. why. In PPR, no problem starting James White. 
You might have to catch a lot of passes this game because Patriots wide receiver core is somewhat depleted. Bootios. Rex Burkhead has been excellent as a Patriot when he uh-huh. has started and been healthy. He can get your score at the goal line. He can catch a touchdown. He can get your yards. He can run the ball. Big old Burkhead is going to be the Patriots running back to watch this year. However, for Sony Michelle, the Patriots' first round pick, I'm going to need to see it. To believe it. Yep. Jeremy Hill, same thing. I, for some reason, I have a feeling Jeremy Hill's going to be like Mike Gilsey was last year. I, I don't know. I got a bad feeling about it. Like, he's going <laughs> to just have, like, three touchdowns out of nowhere. See, I think, like, yeah. a, like a James I, White. I think the opposite. I think... What? James White? What? what are you talking about? I was talking about Gilsey last year when he went off. No, but it's going to be like a James White where he has four touchdowns in one game and then is irrelevant for the rest of the year. No, you're thinking of fucking Jonas Gray. Jonas Gray? Oh, I said James White. Yeah, James White. Jesus. James White. He's literally the guy we're talking about. Yeah. yeah Jonas I, Gray. Holy yeah. shit. I think Jeremy Hill, potentially, I'll take potentially on, depending on what happens, like, for example, Burkhead gets hurt. Uh, Michelle's status is still kind of up in the air a little bit with his knee. So I think, depending on what happens with there, there is potential for Jeremy Hill, like, for slots to open up in the depth chart for him. Mm. So he could potentially be the, the two guy, the number two running back. And I don't see why you wouldn't give him carries at the goal line. I mean, I, I don't he's, he's not... I mean, in, let's face it, in Cincinnati, he was awful. Well, he was I bad. Mean, but he was, he was good as a rookie in Cincinnati. His second year, he wasn't bad. But the thing is, he got goal line carries. And that's what I'm saying. he would convert on them, which is... What you want in fantasy yeah, exactly. football? No, that's not, that's what I was about to say. Is he was bad in Cincinnati, yet at the same time he's a he's a good he's a good downhill runner. Yeah. He gets head of steam. He plows his way through. I mean, like it's very similar. I can see him having a little Garrett Blunt role. Like give Garrett Blunt did. Give me big bald Burkhead. Fifteen Burkhead. for eighty and a touchdown. Wow, you heard it here first, folks. All right, so we're talking about the Pats. You're gonna if. For me, if you're going to start a running back, um, no problem with Burkhead, I encourage. No problem with James White and PPR. So, Michelle, I'm going to wait to see before I believe it. Jeremy Hill, I'm also going to wait. As far as wide receiver goes, Chris Hogan, if he's your flex or wide receiver too, no problem. Gronk, you're going to start every week. Um, If you're taking a flyer on anybody else from wide receiver core, I'd go Philip Dorsett over Cordero Patterson. If you're taking a flyer in week one like that, I mean, look elsewhere. Your team sucks. Yeah, don't don't even unless you're in like a really deep league. Tom, Tom, you're gonna start him. Houston's defense is good. Tom's Tom, especially at home. Mm. Um, I feel like there's. I don't, I'm not gonna say there's gonna be a lot of points, but I feel like it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be over fifty. Really, that's yeah. a lot of points. I think it's gonna be a no. He means like between both teams. That's yeah. a lot of points. Oh, that's like you know, twenty-eight, twenty-one. It's a lot of points. It's forty-nine. It's a lot of points. Well, regardless, I think like personally... seven scores right there. It's going to be a rock fight. Uh, I don't really like the Patriots matchups on offense, personally. Um, Let's talk about Houston quick before we talk about who's going to can transition into their, off- into their Houston's defense. That's it. All right, so I don't like uh, the Patriots' offense, offensive players. For the most part, I think the running backs might be an exception. but uh, and, and Gronk, obviously, but... As far as wide receivers go, I don't really like. Uh, I don't even really like Brady that much in this game, to be honest. Because if you look at the Texans, the Texans are one of those teams that know how to play Tom Brady. 
They know how to. They know how to do it. They, yeah, be. But you're gonna start braiding because. Well, you know. Yeah, I know. But I mean, like, it's still not. You know, like if you, if Brady doesn't do shit, don't be surprised. Right. Because the Texans' defense is a very good defense. They know how to play Tom Brady, and I mean, you, you can look up the games against against the Texans in the past. The Patriots have struggled against them, and for all intents and purposes, I mean, what was it? Not last year, two years ago when the Texans played the Patriots in the. Was it last year they played the two Patriots in the divisional round? Yeah, it was two years ago, right? Yeah, they played Kansas City last year. They should have. The Patriots should have lost that game. If if the Texans had even a mediocre quarterback, they would have won that game. But yep. instead, they had fucking Tom Savage, who blows at at the position. I thought it was or was uh, it Brock? It was Brock. You're right. It was. It was Brock Eisweiler. which was wow. still awful. Very so I mean, bad. like, you know, it. I think the Texans just know they're one of those teams, kind of like the Ravens or, um, or like the Giants. Um, yeah. That just like they just know, they just always they always give like the Patriots like a, a rough go of it. So I, I like Texans. So if you're starting a defense this weekend, honestly, I'm starting the Texans defense. I have the Texans defense. I'm oh. starting them. Oh. Yeah. I'm not. I have Texans defense. I drafted them thinking they're going to be good. Devion Clowney, J.J. Watt, uh, hopefully both healthy for the whole season. Um, a lot of sacks, a lot of turnovers, I predict. Big we- sacks. Big sacks on that defense. J.J. Watt, huge sack. Week one in New England. <laughs> Week one in New England, I am not starting Houston's defense. Credit to uh, just Tom Brady. and They're going to be ready. Week one, they're going to be ready. Um well, I am starting on Houston. Deshaun Watson going to make a big return. DeAndre Hopkins, you have to start. Yep. Mm-hmm. Lamar Miller, you're going to start. Um, Will Fuller, you can start as a flex. Will Fuller, yeah, I have no problem starting him. Yeah, he'll burn with, someone. With, with Watson as QB, Will Fuller is bound to have a big play. Plus, Patriots defense blows. It's yeah. sack. It's going to be... Uh, or, I should put it this way. Their defensive line's okay. Their linebacking core is suspect at best. And their cornerbacks... Aside from Stephon Gilmore, blow ass. So, I think if Deshaun <laughs> Watson is even close to what he was last year, the Patriots barely squeaked out against Uh-oh. the Texans last year. I think if Deshaun right. Watson is close to what he was last year, if he doesn't get off to a slow start, the Patriots are going to, or the or the the Texans offense is going to have a field day. The Patriots defense, personally, I think they're going to march up and down the field. Yeah, it's a big big game for Deshaun. Coming off that injury. Yeah, absolutely. I think Houston goes into this game and pulls out a victory in New England. All right, put in the picks? Put in the picks. Houston, all day. Wow, wow. I was all day. I I swear to God, this is the worst I have felt about the Patriots in like 10 years. 16 years. Mason, for a side note, is the worst Patriots fan ever. I'm not the worst Patriots fan ever. I'm very pessimistic. <laughs> He's just, oh my god, I don't, this team. I mean, they got Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, and they're gonna go twelve and four. Oh my god, they should be, you know. No, that's you. They're gonna go before every five. game. I don't feel good about this game. I don't feel good about this game. I don't feel good about it, dude. The Patriots been good for twenty years. Feel good about it. <laughs> you deserve it. Look, you can't help but be nervous. But in week one. Uh, something in the air tells me Deshaun Watson enters Houston, I mean, enters New England, and uh, comes away with a W. I think it's just gas. Who you got, Sousa? Houston. 
Houston. All right. Yeah, I just here it is, dude. The board officially has gone Houston across. The defense is just eggs, and yeah, you know it happens. The week one loss in in uh, New England happens. Wait, wait, we're all Houston. Yeah, we're, we're all, all Houston. Houston. <laughs> we're all fucking Houston. Yeah, just kid. The, the de- yeah, this is New England. The, the depleted weapons on new on the Pats, and then Deshaun he Watson gotta, and company. He gonna upset the homers. Guy. Hopkins is gonna I don't give a fuck about the make homers. someone his bitch. Oh my God, DeAndre Hopkins take a fat shit on Stephon Gilmore's <laughs> face, dude. <laughs> okay. Take oh, a okay. nice fat yeah. dump. The New Englanders are going Houston. You know the flying Elvis said like. Uh, the middle of the field, like the Patriots logo. Don J. Hopkins is going to go <laughs> right after a touchdown. Right on it. Right after his fourth touchdown. All right. We need to go through these games. Pretty quickly, actually. Yeah. Yeah, we got to get going here. <laughs> All right. Bucks at the Saints. Guys, Bucks. guys are going to start on the Bucks. Mike no Evans, one's. and that's it. <laughs> Mike Evans, yeah, Mike Evans. They don't even have Winston. Cameron Bray? Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. I'm fine with Bray. Mike Evans and Cameron Bray, you're not going to start Deshaun Jackson, right? Nah. Unless you got to need to flex him. Deadass, I don't even know who the starter is for uh, Tampa Bay. should be Fitzpatrick. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It's Fitzmagic, dude. He, he likes Mike Evans, so I'm perfectly fine with Mike Evans. Bray, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, definitely. That's but about it. But the Saints, though. New, New Orleans, start whoever the fuck you want on that offense. Besides, like, I mean... Actually, Willie uh, C's not even on the offense anymore. Nope. You're going to start your studs. Kamara, Michael Thomas. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Hey, I, if you have running back issues, if you draft Mark Ingram, I'd start Mike Gillisley. I think you're going to say, I'd start Mark Ingram. That's all good to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd start Mike, Gill- Mike Gillisley if you are having ru- running back problems. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. Okay. He just joined the team. I don't know if they're going to give him too big of a workload. And you start either of these defenses? Of course they are. They're not going to need him. Uh, no, yeah. Actually, I'm, I'm I, I, would go, I would go Saints. Oh yeah, God, Saints yeah. defense. Yeah, you're going to tell me Ryan Fitzmagic is going to beat the Saints? Nope. And he's going to do anything against the Saints? Yeah, especially considering it's in New Orleans as well. Yeah, come on. Saints, Saints are, are a dome uh, team. Saints got a... They don't lose at home. They got a bad taste in their mouth from last season. That miracle in Minneapolis. I'm just going to assume we're all locked. All right, so I'm just going to assume we're all locking yeah, the Saints, the right? What? Uh, Saints, he said. He said <laughs> all Saints. Right. So we're all going Saints. All going Saints, and then ooh, ooh. this could be a this could be a good game. I see that. This could be a good game. We got the Jacksonville Jaguars going into the Meadowlands to face the New York Football Giants. The return of Coughlin. The return of Blake Bortles. Where'd he go? Where'd he go? He went golfing after the Patriots oh. sent his ass packing last year. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, I mean, start your studs. You're going to start Fournette? I'd start Blake Bortles. You know, I think he's underrated. Yeah, if you're streaming. In fantasy. In fantasy, he's underrated. Mm, I don't know, man. Mm, if you're, right. if you have to, yeah, I mean, if you're like streaming quarterbacks in like a really deep league, I mean, you know, take a flyer on Bortles, I guess. He has the ability to put up a good game, but I mean, don't count on it. It sucks <laughs> like, that he doesn't have. Um, Allen Robinson? No. Uh, Marquise Lee. But but even last year, they uh, I think it was um, Keelan Cole had showed flashes of being a potential. Yeah, you're going to start a wide receiver named Keelan Cole? Not this week. No, not this week. I would like to see how, I'd it, keep him. how it looks. Yeah. Hold on to him. Keep him on your bench. But. So guys you consider starting, 
That's not Fournette. That's Blake Bortles. Yeah, I guess that's I it I guess, me. kind of. Even that's kind of a stretch. Jaguars D? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. don't expect 27 points and two touchdowns. Uh, you never know. When you don't expect it, poop all over himself. when you don't expect 27 points and two touchdowns, they get 27 points and two touchdowns. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, giant side of the ball, you're going to start Saquon Barkley because you're going to see what he's all about this week. Got to start Saquon. Got to start OBJ. Evan Ingram. Potential, uh, yeah, Evan Ingram. You starting Sterling Shepard or Flex or wide receiver two? Uh, I would uh, I would say he's more of a flex play than a wide receiver two. I would not feel But uh, I wouldn't feel confident about that at all. I mean, I Jag- Jaguars are one of the best secondaries in the league. Although, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable about that. I wouldn't mind having him as a flex. Um, I feel like Eli's going to have to throw to win the game. Yeah. And uh, if they're all, all over OBJ, like White on, white on Rice... Sterling Shepard will be open. Evan Ingram sure. could have a big game. We're going to see what Saquon Barkley is all about. But the thing is, with Saquon Barkley going up against the Jag defense his first week as an NFL starter, it's going to be rough. Could be rough. Could be great. Could be. If it is rough, don't panic on Saquon Barkley. It's week one. Yeah, remember what happened to Kareem Hunt last year? Yeah. Well, I mean, that was that was just a half. But, I mean, against the Patriots, yeah. fumbled. But then again, the Patriots, well, yeah. His first carry, he fumbles, and then he... Goes, he off. goes off, gets like 20 points. Is, this ain't the Patriots D, it's the Jaguars D. That's right. And, yeah, we're just going to have to wait to see. All right. Jags, Jags at Giants, who are we picking? It's a tough pick, actually. I'm taking the Jaguars. I'm taking the Giants. Here we go. This is how the Giants are going to win the NFC East. They're going to beat the Jaguars. They're going to win all 16 games. Shut up. It's going to be the Jaguars. Giants. Jaguars. Jaguars. Eli's gonna have his head on a swivel. All right. The whole game. Next game. <laughs> Next game. Next game is. Let's go through these. Bills Mafia heads to Baltimore as uh, the new look Bills with Nathan Peterman. Oh, that's just such a gross game. Honestly. Start the Ravens defense. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. A million times. Anybody? Like, anybody besides trade for the Ravens, Steve? <laughs> That's how crazy it's going to be. Anybody besides Shady McCoy is starting on the Bills? Never, not nope. all season. Not at all. All right, I shouldn't say that. Kelvin Benjamin. Kelvin Benjamin, yeah. I wide receiver two or flex play. Charles Clay. He's there. And Charles no. Clay. I wouldn't even start Charles Clay. I mean, he's a fine. He's got to throw. Somebody, he's a fine it's not tight end. He's got to throw to somebody. Uh, well, I mean, he showed last year against the Chargers that he basically can only throw against the, in, to the defense. His five <laughs> oh picks in one God. half. So I don't know why uh, they're starting him first. So I, they just yeah, want to I mean, I don't him. have faith in anybody on the Bills' offense at all. So yeah, Ravens side of the ball. Um, you're gonna go with Alex Collins. Oh yeah. I, yep. I expect to see a big improvement from Alex Collins this year. He showed flashes last year of him being great. He could take the next step to mm-hmm. be. Uh, I'm gonna say he could be a top ten running back this year if he gets the workload. Yeah, absolutely. Um, start wide, Alex- re- wide receivers. You're gonna start Crabtree. Yeah, I mean, if you if you have to, if you drafted him, I mean, might as well. A guy I'm looking out for is John Brown. Yeah, you starting him this week though? No, no, barely Crabtree, but and uh, I'm I'm I I feel comfortable starting Crabtree. Um, I mean, seems like a guy Flacco would throw to. I'll give him that. Yeah, yeah. Starting Flacco this week? No, you shouldn't have to. I'm never starting Flacco. If you're Flacco, that, hashtag not you. I mean, I mean, it's not a bad matchup against the Bills. Unless, like, someone in your league, like ours, went the three-quarterback strategy, then maybe you Which have to. no one does. 
Maybe you have to, but um, you you shouldn't. (laughs) Yeah, you run that play. Flacco should be on the waiver wire for the majority of the season. Yeah. Your season. But like I said, the matchup ain't too bad if you, you know. Yeah. If you got like, uh, if you feel uncomfortable starting Jimmy G against Minnesota or, uh, or I don't know. Somebody else against tough defense. I, I don't have a problem with starting Flacco against the Bills week one. They'll probably get the ball back a lot. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You know, give them opportunities. All right, so I don't even think I need to ask this question, but... Bills at Ravens? Bills at Ravens. Who you got? Ravens. Ravens? Yeah, I'm going to go Ravens at home. All right, good. So we're all locked in on Baltimore, baby. Oh, shit. Wow. This is a good game. This is actually a key game for me and Jake this week in fantasy. Kansas City Chiefs. Travel to San Diego to face the Chargers. Wow. That's a good game. That's probably a game of the week. This is a a good game. Um, Dude, finally a good game at the 4 o'clock time slot, dude. Finally. This is a a couple good games. Eastern Standard Time. Um, Chiefs and Chargers. On the Chiefs side of the ball, we're going to see Patty Mahomes. The Patty Mahomes era will begin this Sunday. And I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. If you got Patty Mahomes um, against the Chargers, could be a tough defense. Uh, he could have a few turnovers in his first, well, his first start of a full season. Yeah. And uh, but the thing is, he's got so many weapons around him. Kareem Hunt, you're starting. Tyree Kill, you're starting. Sammy Watkins. Um, I'm personally starting him. Yeah, I mean, I'll feel good about starting him, but I don't feel bad about starting him either. You got to see it. This yeah, that's the thing. You really got to see it. We, we saw glimpses of Sammy being great last year in um, St. Louis. And I think, I don't know, I think Patty Mahomes will take more chances than uh, Jared Goff did to him. But also, don't be surprised if Sammy Watkins, like, sprains his ankle, like, halfway through the first <laughs> quarter. So Yeah, but I mean. Yeah, but we saw him from Sammy in, uh, did you say St. Louis? Yeah. Yeah, he was in St. Louis last year. Los Angeles. Oh, shit. <laughs> Two strikes. Dollar Ooh. in the jar. Yeah, um, Sorry. What we saw from him last year was uh, a little different because we saw him like a, as a red zone threat. Like he he took a couple slants to the to the to the house. Like he um. Well, it helped well, that he didn't have a quarterback that was uh you know on the Bills. I'm just saying like he was more perceived uh, to start his career as like kind of like a deeper threat. But I think he's more of like a position know, a, guy, a slot maybe like an in route kind of guy yeah, with Tyreek Hill going down the field. It's uh the thing is. With Sammy Watkins, and we're forgetting about Travis Kelsey, too. You're going to start him. Oh, absolutely. Though all these guys, these weapons that they have, there's only so much ball to go around. And I'm not sure Patty Mahomes in his first start is going to disperse it the way we think he's, he's going to. He's salivating. Be. I think he's going to. You're going to see a lot of Travis Kelsey. It's going to be a lot a of Kelsey. A lot of Kareem Hunt. A lot of Tyreek Hill, too. Tyreek Hill and Patty Mahomes showed a connection in the preseason. You know Patty Mahomes has an arm. Tyreek Hill has the speed. Yeah, definitely. Could be some big plays against um, the Chargers defense, but Chargers defense is no slouch either. No. Um, you know they're getting um, they're getting their star cornerback back after injury last year. Uh, it's gonna be a good game. That's gonna be an exciting for, game. For the Chargers side of the ball, Melvin Gordon is starting. Keenan Allen is starting. This week, as the depth chart, unofficial depth chart reads, is um, actually Virgil Green is the starting tight end with huh. Hunter Henry. On the ACL, but they did sign Antonio Gates. I think it's just because Gates isn't in uh, game shape yet, just being signed this past uh, right. this past weekend. Right. But I do think Gates will factor in to be um, the starting tight end within a few weeks. Um, so yeah, 
Melvin Gordon. And Phillip Rivers, you could even start. Yeah. Um, I I think the Chiefs defense took a step back. And I think Phillip Rivers will have a great game with Keenan Allen. You know, they, uh, Antonio Gates. I mean, Phil, that's Phillip Rivers, that's like his dad. Like Antonio said, Gates. He's not, he's not starting. I'm sure he'll be in there. And I, you know, I'm going to call an Antonio Gates touchdown okay. this week. Um, Anybody else besides Gates and Allen, that you, like Travis Benjamin or uh, Tyrell Williams? Um, I wouldn't be comfortable starting anyone else there. But um, yeah, week one, week know, one, basically going to start all your studs you drafted. Yeah, um, the known commodities. Yeah, that's basically it. Chargers, um, Chargers hosting the Chiefs. Who wins? San. Oh, almost said San Diego. <laughs> I'm going <Straight> three. <laughs> Shut up! Fuck you. <laughs> the Chargers <laughs> are winning this game. Um. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm thinking the Chargers too. I'm gonna pick the Chiefs. Put it up. I'm gonna pick the Chiefs going into San Diego and beating them. Chiefs and Chargers usually have some good games, so it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Note that I put L.A. down on our sheet okay, here. Okay, I got Susan, it. not I got not uh, not San Diego. All right, all right. Let's okay. see how you do when we pick the Rams. The Seahawks <laughs> are flying into Mile High Stadium to face the Broncos. Two. My how mighty have fallen teams. I mean, before yeah. these guys were powerhouses, Super Bowl candidates. I mean, I believe the Seahawks are closer to the Super Bowl than the Broncos are. Oh, definitely. Just the fact that they have dangerous. Yeah. Uh, we'll Seahawks, you're going to start Russell Wilson. At running back, do you trust that Chris Carson or Rashard Penny to honestly, start in your lineup? I don't, I don't feel good about... Seattle's running back situation. I don't know how you could after what they've been doing for like the past two seasons. That's the thing. I think with drafting Rashad Penny this year, first round pick, they want to get back to the running game and be have more balanced attack because if Russell Wilson keeps going at the rate he is these past two years, the amount he's been passing, he's gonna die. Running the ball, he's <laughs> gonna get worn. He's out. gonna die. And it doesn't help that that line is trash. Yeah, and he's great. But the thing is, we haven't seen Seattle commit to the run since they had Marshawn Lynch. I think with Rashard Penny this year, uh, not only Rashard Penny, but Chris Carson, he showed glimpses, glimpses of being good last year before he got hurt. So they could have another case of thunder and lightning with Penny and Chris Carson. This week, as the unofficial depth chart shows, Chris Carson will be the starter. I expect Penny to get in there too. So if I'm going to start any Seattle running back, I'm going to start Chris Carson week one um, I agree. against Denver. You're going to start Russell Wilson. You're going to start Doug Baldwin. Yep. Um, I'm not comfortable with any other wide receiver. Yeah, I agree. Until Tyler Lockett makes a jump. Who's your tight end now? Luke Wilson, right? Yeah. No, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm all set uh, with that, too. Jimmy Graham. Would you start uh, Seattle's defense? You want to check that? I, I think um, I think they got someone called like Nick Vanette. And I don't know if Wil- Luke Wilson's on the team anymore. Oh, really? I think he might be in Detroit. Hmm. That's... Uh, that's the Souza stat of the week. Well, let's mm. see. Let's see if you're right, Mr. Souza. With nothing in front of myself, I'm just waiting for the news from these two gentlemen. Seahawks roster, baby. Let's take a let's take a gander. You think we'd know this before You'd the think. show started? Well, they have someone called Darrell Daniels. What the hell? Um, they have Will Disley. What? This is this is like hold on. What year are you looking at? I'm looking at <laughs> their depth chart right Regardless, now. Regardless, yeah. whoever it is, I'm not starting them. No. 
I'm 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 holding on to Lockett. Oh, Susie, you're right. It's Nick Vanette. Nick Vanette. I'm not starting a Seattle tight end this week until I'm shown otherwise. Tyler Lockett, same deal. He's got the potential to be a big play guy for them, uh, but they got to see more of it consistently week in so, and week out. Mm-hmm. So Doug Baldwin, Russell Wilson, and uh, I'm cool with starting Chris Carson as a flex or an RB2. Yep. Would you be cool with starting Seattle's defense uh, yeah. against the Broncos? Yep, I would. I, would, I want to see what Case Keenum can do in a new team if uh, – yeah. And his home crowd, if he can produce like he did last year. Case Keenum was a great fantasy quarterback last year, believe it or not, with the Vikings. New um, system. Can he less air? That's serious. A big one. Less serious. air. Can he have the same efficiency for fantasy as he did last year? Tough test week one against Seattle. I'm although say although no. it is at home. Uh for Denver, are you gonna start Case Keenum? Nope. No. The only should. people I would start in that offense is Demarius Thomas. Demarius Thomas. And potentially Emmanuel Sanders. You and Emmanuel Sanders last year was kind of cheeks. Yeah, oh, Try had him. He was pretty well, cheeks. Well, their quarterbacks were pretty well, yeah. cheeks, too. That's true. This is um, an upgrade. I'm kind a, of. It's, it's still Case upgrade. Keenum. If, if, it's, if it's a deep league, you have to start Emmanuel Sanders at flex. I'd do it. I'd do it. Uh, do that I shit. I don't feel comfortable, especially with new quarterback. Honestly, it's not ongoing. I, I kind of feel better about starting Sanders than I do Demarius Thomas. I don't. Demarius Thomas is soft as baby shit. Oh man, what? He's still a good <laughs> fantasy wide receiver. Oh, shit. I think Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, but I think Emmanuel Sanders like I don't know. He like balls out. Put it up there. Thomas is soft balls as out baby shit. Fantasy points. I don't know. I, I, I like Sanders better than I like. Want to put a gentleman's Thomas. bet for this week? Who does better, Sanders or Demarius Thomas? Right say Sanders is better. Five bucks. Oh, five bucks. Oh, damn. All right, fine. Gentleman's bet. You get, for, you get a, for, if I win, you got to shake my hand and say that I'm better than you. For the record, a gentleman's bet means you. Uh, <laughs> On this podcast. Nah, never mind. <laughs> but a chance of Emmanuel Sanders doing better than Demarius oh, Thomas. Oh yeah, all right, dude. Um, okay. So yeah, running backs for Denver. Poop. Nah. I would start Royce Freeman this week. No, uh, I mean, what's his name is uh, yeah. Devontae Booker is number one on the depth chart right now, though. Which I think eventually they're no, I, poised I'm, to change. I'm pretty sure they listed Freeman as. God uh, damn it! My news is all out of date. Susan made me look like a douchebag. No, because uh, he was earlier this week. Go back week. to being a fucking guest. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Let me just double check the news. I have it right in front of me. One second. Freeman will be the Broncos' top back heading into Week One, and I believe uh, in him. Okay. For this week. For flex considerations, I'll start Freeman. I mean, you probably draft, in a redraft league, you probably draft him in the third, fourth round, so I'm sure you're going to have to start him, which See, I, I feel comfortable feel, doing. I don't, because one, he's unproven. Denver's running back last year were chips, and now this year, we're just going to see what happens against Seattle, but... No, see, I think uh, <clears throat> it's going to be a huge problem for them. I don't think their running backs are going to get a lot going, because I think they're going to be down this game. I know... They're going to Seahawks are going to mile high, and mile high is a difficult place to play in. But I don't know. I just think I think that Russell Wilson, now that he's not injured like he was all of last season, I think he's just going to have. I think he's he's going to return to form. He's going to have a good game, and I think the uh, Broncos are going to be down for most of it. So I don't think they're going to be running the ball much personally. But all right, let's pick them. Seattle or Denver? Seattle. 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 All right. Seattle across the board. Seattle. 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 How what time? How are we doing here? We gotta don't worry about hurry it. this along. Don't worry, we ain't gotta rush nothing. Can't rush greatness, kid. That's right. Redskins and Cardinals. 
Um, the Redskins. Wow, this is an awful game, huh? <laughs> Start David Johnson. That's about it. No, for the Cardinals, David Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, I always forget about Larry um, Fitz. Don't have a problem with Cardinals D. Uh, yep. Sam Bradford against the Redskins? No, don't. Nope. You should not have to start Yeah, I don't know, dude. I think I might feel better about Sam Bradford against the Redskins than Blake Bortles against the Giants. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's too many uh, unknowns in that game. Redskins, Alex Smith, you're going to start him against Cardinals? Yeah, there's a lot of unknowns going to that game. You have no idea what the Cardinals are going to look like. They got a new head coach, uh, new quarterback. You know, David Johns coming back from injury. Um, and as far as the Redskins go, they have Alex Smith now. I'd rather um, watch for Smith. Um, I mean, we're in a 14-team league and no one's starting Alex Smith. That's a deeper-than-average league. I don't think anyone should have to start him. I would say don't look elsewhere. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, anybody else on the Redskins offense who comes with starting? Not really. Watch out for AP, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah, start AP. I'd flex him. Yeah, I would too. I forgot all about AP. Yeah, you're going to start AP. Forgot about Why Fitz the heck not? and AP. I Maybe Jordan before, Reed too. You forgot about Fitz. Probably Jordan Reed. Oh, yeah, as well. Jordan Reed. Yeah. I'm trying to think of wide receivers to figure yeah. out tight ends. Sorry. It's just hard to think about the Redskins. Yeah. Start Reed while he's healthy. Yeah, AP Reed. Um, that's about it. Yeah, I don't trust Doxon or anyone. Redskins visiting the Cardinals? Yep. going to win. Cardinals. Cardinals. I think. I'm going Zona, baby. Yeah, I'll go Arizona at home. And then um, the last 4:30 game, the Dallas Cowboys visit the Carolina Panthers. Uh, for the Cowboys, gonna start Zeke. Um, I don't have a problem with you starting Dak either against Carolina. Um, mm-hmm. There, there isn't there isn't a Cowboys wide receiver I trust in PPR. Cole Beasley, maybe. I mean, maybe. Eh. I mean, Dak's got to throw to someone. Even then, you're kind of grasping at straws, though. No Spurs this year, no Witten, so somebody's going to have to emerge. There's no definitive, like, breakout number one guy who you know is going to be the guy. I mean, on the depth chart, it's like it's technically Terrence Williams, but like. Alan Hearns. Yeah, if you want to. That's who I think it's going to be. If you want to give Hearns a start, go for it. Yeah. You're really going to have to see what the see Cowboys what end up doing. Yep. I, got, I don't have a problem starting Dak, Zeke. Um, yeah, if you want to start Hearns, a, a flex, maybe a reach for a wide receiver too. Go ahead. Cole Beasley and PPR. Um, not going to touch Cowboys D against Cam Newton and the Panthers. Uh, the Panthers, you know, start Cam uh, against Dallas's defense. Doesn't seem to get any better. Um Lost a couple pieces in the secondary, but they gained a new rookie first-rounder in the linebacking core. Defensive line could be a problem for the Panthers um, between Tank Lawrence and Taco Charlton. Taco? You mean Taco. you mean Cowboys <laughs> to the Panthers? What? You said the Panthers' defensive line. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, the Cowboys. All right, I was just, I was just making sure. That could be a problem you're for talking the about Panthers. the Cowboys. Um, Good catch. Hey, the man. Panthers, um, Newton McCaffrey, Greg Olson. Even if you want to take a, a Devin, risk. Devin Funches, uh, wide receiver too. Uh, I'm okay yeah, with you that. can start him. 
I don't know about DJ Moore yet. Another guy. Rookies are so tough. You got to see him. Yeah, to, to believe him. I mean, if there's any rookie that you want to take a chance on a wide receiver, though, I think DJ Moore would be the guy. Yeah, to I do agree. It. Um, yeah, in a four thirty game, Cowboys travel to Panthers. Who they're gonna get? Who's gonna be it? Panthers. Panthers. Um, it's tough for the Cowboys, man. Yeah, this hurts, but. How about them Cowboys? I'm picking the Cowboys. Ooh. Okay. Man, love hurts. Now we move on. Love hurts. Now we move- oh, what the? Oh, yeah, yo. Now we move now on. Now moving on to Sunday, Sunday night. The Bears are traveling to the frozen tundra. It's not frozen yet in September, That'd but it nice. will be frozen in December. Lambeau Field. I'm excited. I'm excited, too. The Bears? The Bears. Uh... Mitch Trubisky, the Bears. He, this is his chance. This is his chance. This is his chance. This is his chance. Yeah, baby. Last chance for romance. I, I'm, I'll tell you what, man. I'm, I'm put a little bit, of, a little bit of stock in Mitch Trubisky this year. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, he's got big, uh, big Mitch Trubisky guy. I mean, I'm not big Mitch Trubisky guy, but they, Chicago's added some pieces. They got a Rob now, Allen Robinson. Yeah. Um, so their entire offense isn't just Jordan Howard now. Yeah, I mean Jordan Howard, <laughs> Tariq Cohen. I think from a fantasy standpoint, you're gonna start Howard, Tariq Cohen, and PPR. I don't have a problem with. I'm gonna start Allen Robinson just to see what the hell is gonna happen because we know he can be good. Uh, we know if Trubisky, you know, as a quarterback, you want to hit your best guys. I believe Allen Robinson is the best receiver they have. Um, yeah. Besides that, Bears offense, not sure. I don't think the Packers defense yeah. is all that. In Lambeau Field, though, week one, Packers going to be fired up. I don't think the Bears will put up a lot of points. Um, okay, you know, get to start Jordan Howard. Tariq Cohen, uh, if the Bears fall behind, might get some passing work. For the Packers side of the ball, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, oh, I don't know if you want to start that guy. Just kidding. Obviously, you're going to fucking start Aaron Rodgers. You got him good. I know, dude. <laughs> uh, Devontae Adams. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams. Um, Jimmy Graham. Jimmy Graham, Jimmy dude. G. Uh, Jamal Williams. Oh, is he the real gangster? No. Sorry. There's only one Jimmy G gangster. He's Jamal Williams? Starter. Jamal Williams. Uh, yeah, I mean. He'll be, a, he'll be that. He'll be yeah, the starter it's, it's for the that Bears. Week. Packers usually beat up on the Bears. In Lambeau Field. But maybe this is a turning of the tide. For who? Mitch Trubisky. Nah, maybe he, maybe oh. he turns it. And Aaron Rodgers' uh. first, oh, not his first game back, but a new season in Lambeau. Completely he's, healed collarbone. Yeah, he's not going to get dicked on by Mitch Trubisky, I'll tell you that. No. Um, yeah. So. What you guys got? Packers. Packers. Go Pack Go. Uh, Khalil Mack on the Bears is good. Bears do have a good defense. Uh, I just don't feel confident starting him on a Sunday night in Lambeau Field. Nope. Don't want to put and your... Honestly, if it was a day game, like at 1 o'clock or something, I'd feel a little better. On Sunday night, the whole nation's watching. Mr. Bitsy on a big stage. It's nighttime. In Lambeau Field. Aaron Rodgers on a big stage. Yeah. That's when Aaron Rodgers is like to pull his cock out and just yeah. fucking throw missiles down the fucking field while he's on the run. Bullshit plays. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that wraps up Sunday. On Monday night, we got the Jets going to Detroit. The New York Jets. Yeah. 
Sam Darnold, my rookie of the year, hmm. makes his debut. Start the Lions defense. No. Yes. 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 That's what I'm Start doing. Start the Lions defense. You're the think, Lions defense? I do. I feel bad for you when they get ripped on Monday night. I think the only Sam people okay. that you start from the Jets offense is uh, Robbie Anderson. And Sam Darnold. Shut up. <laughs> uh, you got to start Crowell. I, well, you don't have to, but I mean, I, w- I wouldn't mind it. He's a starting running back. Yeah, I guess. On an NFL maybe. football team. I'll start the Crow. The Crow, um, if you want to wait to see what Donald does week one against the Lions, you can. There's going to be better options at QB. Uh, Robbie Anderson, though, he's, he's the real deal. I like him. And I think uh, Donald will like him, too. Quincy Anunua, also a streamer option. Uh, flyer, I'm sorry, if uh, you want to take a chance, but I wouldn't week one. Yeah, especially, he's coming back from a pretty significant injury, isn't he? Did he tear his ACL last year? Uh, he did something. Or like his Achilles or something? He did something you're not supposed to do. All right. I don't expect much firepower from the Jets' offense. Yeah. Um, no, 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 on Monday night, uh, flip it to the Detroit side, you're going to start Stafford. Um, start Tate. Yeah. Start Marvin Jones. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm thinking about running backs, though. I don't know. It, it's like... I'd say hands off week one. Yeah. Carry on Johnson. Oh, Garrett yeah. Abdullah. Yeah, neck injury. Garrett yeah. Blunt. Theo Riddick. Theo Riddick. What the hell's going I, on I, I, I say scratch Amir Abdullah off. I don't think he's going to be anything. If you had to start someone... Uh, it's tough between Blunt and Johnson. I'd say... I don't know. I'd want to start Johnson. I would wait a PPR, week to see I'll start Johnson. Out. Standard. I'll start Blunt. That's fair. I would wait a week to see how it shapes out. I wouldn't just not play anyone. Yeah. Not. not from Detroit. What I if mean, you had to? I mean, if I had to. You drafted a carry on Johnson. And Blunt. Then I'd start carry on Johnson, but I wouldn't feel good about it. I can tell you that much. Fantasy right. football is not about feeling good. Yeah. It's about feeling ballsy. About having stones and laying them out on the table. Okay. Everyone loves to feel balls. Yeah. Yeah, especially you. Wow. Now, there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Nope. Nothing wrong with that. So, Jets going into Detroit. 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 Detroit Rock thinks about it. How are you thinking about this right now? I believe in the Jets. No. You know what? I believe why? in Sam Darnold. It's because we have a bet that the between the Lions and Cowboys. That's why he picked the Cowboys, and that's why he's picking the Jets. No, we also have a bet about the Jets and the Giants. Yeah. And you pick the Giants to lose, and you're going to pick the Jets to win. No. I like Detroit. <laughs> I like Detroit. I say Detroit beats up on the Jets. Thank you. Um, but it could, it could be a good outing for Sam Darnold. He could show us what he's made of. If then, this was in New York, would you pick the Jets? Uh, on a Monday night? No. I'd still pick the Lions. Yeah, no. I wouldn't, but I'm just talking about him. No. Not on a Monday night. And then the last game to wrap up week one. It's the Rams. Versus. The fucking Raiders. Yeah, Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> the Rams go deep. Wait. The Los Angeles Rams. Fuck you, Souza. <laughs> the Rams are going deep, balls deep, into the black hole. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, got him. Hey. 
Come on, man. Rams. Gurley. Yep. Uh, Robert Woods. Yeah. Yep. Um, Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks. Yeah. Greg the Leg. Greg the Leg. Cooper Cup. Cup. Cooper Cup. I'm going to start Cooper Cup PPR. Sure. Are we starting everyone on the Rams? We might have to. Honestly, their offense was so good last year. You can start Jared Goff? Again, I don't yeah. see why you would have to. But I, I guess you could. I would start Jared Goff. You the Raiders' could. defense blows now. They had the last shining spot they had in that defense was Khalil Mack, and now I don't even have him. I mean, let's just start the fucking old team. <laughs> Might as well. I'm starting the offensive fucking lineman. Let's do it. <laughs> Rams, um, yeah. I mean, Gurley's going to be great. Yep. I feel like wide receivers for the Rams will pick up where they left off last year. Jared Goff, another year under his belt, just going to continue to get better. Yep. Uh, for the Raiders, Derek Carr. You gonna start him against uh, St. Louis? Nope. Today? Honestly, I have Amari Cooper in one of my leagues. I'm gonna have to start him because he's my wide receiver too. I didn't ask about Amari Cooper. I start about Derek Carr. No, I'm not starting Derek Carr. One. I'm gonna start Derek Carr. I'd start yeah? him. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys have fun with that. And I'd definitely start Amari Cooper. Yeah. Things gonna be some connection there. I am not starting Amari Cooper because he's gonna be covered by one. You're not. Akib Talib. Sucks. Oh, Old. Socks, he says. Chain snapper. Socks, Eye poker. Says. Eye poker. You're not. I'm a gay man. Put some respect on this man's name. He snatches chains. I don't give a shit. He's fucking nasty. I'll poke your eye out, kid. Keep the lead. lead. Nasty. I keep Shathid was my team name last year. <laughs> it's Shathid. <laughs> um, yeah. I just think he's going to shut down Amari Cooper. I don't think so. I think he is. I think Cooper's fine. I don't like... The Raiders' offense in this game. What about Jordy Nelson? If you gotta, it'll be interesting. I'll start Jordy Nelson. I had more faith in Jordy Nelson doing well than Amari Cooper. I'm also gonna start Marshawn Lynch. Me too. As good as the Rams' defense is, I think the Raiders' offense can put up some fantasy points. Yeah. Wow. I think Marshawn Lynch finds the end zone. I I'd start Jared Jared Cook. Fuck him. I'm not starting Jared Cook. Yeah, I would start start Jared Cook. I'm not. That's okay. You don't have to. The more I think about it, Chef, the more... I gave you Cooper, Nelson, and Lynch. Jared Cook go fuck himself. The more I think about it, the more I don't think that this is going to be a close game. I think the Rams are going to destroy the Raiders, honestly. I think it'll be closer than people think. Mason doesn't have faith in the Raiders. I don't. Come on. They're at home, man. It's the Raiders. In the hole. The only thing fun about the Raiders is when you say their team name. Like the fucking... Raiders. Come on, do it. Me? No. Yes, you. You think? Come on, do right it. here. No, you don't. You don't have the stones to do it. All right. No balls. My stones are lost in the black hole. Yeah, That's in it. the black hole. They get lost there. All right. Raiders. Rams. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> it sounded like we were summing it up. Yeah. Rams. Well, I was gonna say it. Rams. 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 L.A. La la Rams. STL. La la la. Damn it. Alright. Alright, let's wrap this thing up with a little bit of a quick uh, one hot take each. Quick, quick one hot take. We're, we're supposed to play the name game, but we can't do that. So Yeah, we, we have time constraints. <laughs> now we have time constraints. We're going to figure uh, out how we're going to segment going these. Going on to the third now. hour. See, the thing so. is, you know, you can time constraint the name game, you can time constraint the podcast, but the grill's still going to be on. You mm. hear that? Mm. You hear that? That's right. What the fuck is that? Is, it, is that sizzling? What is that? Sizzling hot takes. 
Brought to you by Durr Burgers. Are the burgers good? Durr. <laughs> They're good. <laughs> Durr, dude. They're good. Durr. Come on. All right. Sizzling hot takes. Susan, start us off for week one. What is your sizzling hot take? Grills on. Yeah, the grill's on. The patty's cooking. It's sizzling. And I'll be honest, I don't really have a hot take ready to be served. Wow. So, here's, but, the, here's the thing. You said butt? No, here's the thing. No, no. Jake no, there's butt. There's no Jake butt. There's no Jake butt. This is sizzling hot takes. You want to be a fucking co-host. You're going to have to have sizzling hot takes. All right. You're going to have to dream about hot takes. All right. You're going to have to sleep, eat, breathe, and sleep hot takes. I got one. All right. It's Seriously. sizzling. The customer's ready. They want it hot. It's going to be piping hot. It's going to contradict what I said earlier because I went with my head. But. Now you're going with your balls. My balls live in a universe <laughs> where. Because my balls went into the black hole and came out in a universe where the Browns beat the Steelers in week one. Wow. Did you pick the Browns? No. No. No, but now he's going with his balls but instead. In the, in the universe where my balls went, <laughs> after going through the black hole in Oakland, <laughs> that universe is where the Browns will beat the Steelers in Cleveland. Bell, not ready to play. Big Ben sucks on the road. Tyrod, Gordon, Landry, Carlos Hyde are going to pull it off without the help of that dumbass head coach. Hugh Jackson. Wow. Well said. All right. So all I got from that was that your balls are in another universe. They're in another dimension right now. That is correct. Susan's <laughs> balls that in is, another dimension. That is the groundwork of my art. So are you just are you just like a shaft? Is that it? Or you have like nothing there? Uh, you're speculation. Like, <laughs> you're, like, you're like Kyle XY. What? You ever seen that show? What? Kyle XY? I do, I no. Have, I've heard of it, but I haven't. He doesn't have any fucking genitalia. Nothing at all? No. Nothing at all. Space. Space. It's a skin. Oh, nice. Really? Like a Barbie doll? Uh, I've never seen the show, but I'm pretty sure that's how it is. Wow. Yeah, shout out Kyle XY one time. Yeah. Um, no That's right. Yeah. That's right. Mason, your sizzling hot take for week one? Well, this uh, was my sizzling hot take at the beginning. I don't really know if it's sizzling hot now because you all agreed with me. But, uh... So it's not that so wait. Yes, it's not that hot. It's like lukewarm. Never hot? I'm sorry, Susan, what, what's this segment called? I think it's called... Sizzling hot takes. Oh, this is a podcast where we do sizzling hot takes. Yeah, not, not lukewarm hot takes. Can you want me? To, you want me to Google how hot sizzling is? I don't think that's necessary. I think you're trying to Google a hot take and kill time. Dude, Mason, no. you're thinking of that podcast where you give lukewarm hot takes. Oh, dude, you know what? You're right. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Well, regardless, here's my take. Oh, uh, I as I said before. The uh, Patriots are losing to the Texans. So, mark it down now. Yeah. Y'all who listen to this, like the three people that listen to this right now, uh, what's up, number one? Number two, if the Patriots end up winning, which they probably will just to spite me, you can rub it in my face, but I genuinely think that the Patriots' offense is going to look shitty. Um, 
against that Texans defense, which knows how to play Tom Brady. Um, they don't have Edelman. They really don't have any wide receiver depth at all. The only weapons they've that they have on offense are Gronk and big White. Big bald Burkhead. Big, yeah, big bald Burkhead. Big bald Burkhead. <laughs> okay. It's big bald Burkhead. <laughs> No, yeah, it's a hot take. It's hot, but it's like you know, it's something I expected. Yeah, it's like we. It's like, but but tried and true. You get what you want. You it get what you. Hot. It's like you know, like. I thought of it, but we did all agree. It's like it's like room temperature, and then you put a coat on, and you're warm. It's, it's hot. It's oh. sizzling hot. Well, I mean, that was like that was what I was going into this, going into this podcast. I was like, I already got my sizzling hot take all figured out, and then you guys were like, Yeah, we agree. And I was like, Oh, fuck me, then I guess. So, I just stuck with it though. Stuck to my guns. Glenn. Sizzling hot take. Glenn, hit me with that sizzle. Sizzling hot take. We're turning up all four burners on the grill. Oh, shit, dude. All four burners. Oh, fuck. Oh, don't tell me. Oh, fuck. This sizzling hot take. Don't tell me. It's hot. All right, hit me with it. This Thursday night. Yeah. The defending Super Bowl champions will take the field against the Atlanta Falcons. Yep. Big Dick Nick will trot onto the field, like I said earlier, whip out his big dick, swing it around, okay. slap Matt Ryan in the face with it, and proceed to fuck the Falcons again. But, huh? it's not only that. I already said oh, that. shit. Nick Foles will finish as a top five quarterback in week one. Wow. That's hot. I don't like my burgers burnt, though. See, that's the thing. They cooked to a fucking crisp. This <laughs> All four burners are rolling. Rolling. It's Big hot. Dick Nick will be a top five fantasy quarterback for week one. All right, so we're locking in the hot picks. Wow. Hot takes. Souza thinks the Browns will defeat the Steelers because he's going with his ball sack, which is another dimension. Stone, universe. Another universe. Universe. My bad. Yep. I'm going we'll with the Patriots, him. which is a lukewarm take it be- or The Texans, which is a lukewarm take it best. And Glenn said that Big Dick Nick is going to whip out his big dick and ram it right in Matt Ryan's face. And he's going to finish top five. And he's going to finish top five. That's the hot thing. That's the hot thing. That's the hot Top five quarterback for Nick Foles this week in week one in fantasy points and standard league. All right. So you have it. That was sizzling hot takes. Well, that was two sizzling hot takes. And a lukewarm one. And a room temperature one. Brought to you by. with With the heat on 65 degrees. Yeah. Brought to you by Der Burgers. Are the burgers good? Der. Thank you. I was going to say help me out, guys. Glenn, help me out. Are the burgers good? Der. Okay, thanks. All right. So uh, that concludes this week's episode, everybody. Um, Thank you. Uh, this this week was kind of a cluster because we kind of just started uh, getting used to the timing on doing all 16 games. Um, so we get the timing down yeah. a little bit more as the podcast went on. I yeah, think. I mean, we so, gave, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we gave the fa- uh, the we gave the Bengals and Colts like yeah, yeah. quick shout out to the listeners. If you stuck around this long to listen to you know our week one preview, kudos to you. Yeah, honestly, you yeah. a real one. You get a cookie. You're gonna get a T-shirt that says Big Dick Nick on it someday, and on the back it'll say Stella Stella Podcast. Hopefully, your name is Nick too. That would yeah. be great. Uh, even if your name is Steve, why not? Who cares? All right. So, as per usual, as we say, you can follow us on Instagram at Stellar Seller Pod. Pod. 
can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at m underscore boyd seventy seven. Follow Glenn. You can plug it. What is it? Uh. Uh. Uh, <laughs> man. My Twitter is Glenn Junior, G L E N N. Glenn with two N's, G L E N N J U N Y A. It's Junior. It's like Junior. Yes, but it's Junior. Ah, uh, gotcha. Same thing goes uh-huh. for Instagram too. It's like it's like Urban, right? Yeah. If you want to see the hottest pics of Mason Boyd, you check my Instagram. That's facts, honestly. And then Souza, he's just a guest. Nah, I'm just kidding. He's a co-host. Now he can plug himself. I am msouza underscore 120. If you want to see... msouza underscore 120. If you just want to see random polls and retweets of cat stuff, follow Souza. That's right. That's it. I'm the supplier. That's all it is. That's it. Soon soon the Stellar Stellar Twitter hopefully is up and running. Once I confirm, I'm not a fucking one-year-old with a computer. (laughs) Fresh um, out the womb, gotta make that Twitter account, baby. Yeah, you know, first thing I do is when I slide out, make a Twitter account. Um, Shit. Instagram, Instagram is up and going. Follow us on SoundCloud where you get all our episodes, including the lost episode one that's not there. You're not gonna find that. No. You're gonna find episode two though of a draft preview, and then episode three of a draft recap. <laughs> episode with one's Jiggy probably fries. Episode one's probably with my balls and that other. Yeah, that other universe. It's yeah. just sitting right between your balls. Episode one. <laughs> In another universe. Oh my god. So yeah, thanks for joining us for the week one. Wait, 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 wait. Before we go, also, I uh, am starting up another podcast with one of my other friends, Brendan. I'm just plugging that as well. What's it called? It's called 2AM Pizza. Uh, Should be starting soon. I don't get it. What? It's basically the exact opposite of this podcast. We talk about nerd shit. Uh... Video games, comics, TV, movies, anime, anything, basically. So if your balls are in another universe like Susan. Yeah, if your balls are in another universe. You're going to listen to that podcast. Yeah, feel free to uh, tune in. Shameless plug by Mason, but I like the name. Thank yeah. you. Yep. 2AM Pizza. 2AM Pizza. Pizza. I'll have to give it a listen. All right, thank you. But, uh, All right, thank, thank you for joining us, everybody. Uh, appreciate it if you stayed to the end of this because holy fuck, this is a long episode. Yep. Yeah, but, uh, we, uh, that's our week one preview. We will see your ass for week two and a little bit of a week one recap. Will we find my balls next episode? Maybe. Probably not. Probably not. Probably not. But stay tuned. Guys, let's get the fuck out of here. All right.